Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. This Thursday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk, and again, 1600, K-I-B-A-B-Q.F-M, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500, after uh, making my way back from El Paso, Texas, uh, finally back in the friendly confines of the Kiva, we're on all the tests and everything remotely, and I'm flying solo, ladies and gentlemen, I don't uh, see any any hide or hair and no message uh, from D-Dod Muska, so hopefully uh, he is okay, but, uh, you know, we've done the show alone before, and uh, we'll be glad to have uh, Dowd as soon as he is able to go ahead and uh, join back in. Uh, lots to get to uh, here this afternoon on this uh, Thursday edition, and really the last day of the quarter. So much to get to, I think, for the entire quarter. What's happened, as you just heard from the top of the hour news, and I've been getting a lot of flack, uh, flack from everywhere, uh, pretty much, but primarily um, you know, from people who are saying that I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm completely and totally a Trump supporter. My, my problem is, is exactly what you just heard at the top of the hour, is that he doesn't want to get in and in the fight. Uh, you can still run, uh, by the way, Donald Trump, uh, if you decide to run for House of Representatives, be the Speaker of House, and uh, decide to run Congress. Wouldn't that uh, be a heck of a lot of uh, good uh, to do? You're in a district, uh, by the way, that is 69% Republican. You'd be an absolute shoe-in. <laughs> I believe you have until tomorrow to declare, and um, I'm not sure. Someone had the uh, the notes on all this stuff, and and this is something that we all wanted. We wanted to see Trump back in there uh, taking on Kamala Harris, the second most powerful person, and the most powerful person in the country, who would be Joe Biden, by taking over Congress, which seems to be what we're going to do. It seems to be uh, across all the red states. Uh, you see all the forecasts, the models. We're going to get somewhere between, at the low end, at the low end, to change a delta, if you will, of about 20 seats, about 20 seats, and that, that's estimating low. We see the high end uh, somewhere between 55 to 60 seats. So uh, the chances for the Republicans, given everything that's happening uh, during this midterm election, are you, this goes back to the Tea Party times, 2010. The difference here is you don't have everybody in the Republican Party United and we have a war on, and the Democrats understand, you know how Demo- how uh, Republicans can be when it comes to war because it's primarily a lot of Republican families that serve in the armed services. Obviously, there's some Democrat. Uh, not trying to uh, cast a broad swath here, but uh, there is a lot more uh, to be said in terms of the uh, Republicans than the Democrats and all this. So, you know, uh, my contention here, I think, for each and every person. Uh, that's out there that has a problem with me not supporting Trump is exactly this. I give you exhibit A, the fact that he doesn't want to get into the fight. Those rallies don't mean jack squat, folks. They don't mean jack squat. And you've got DeSantis who's running right now. Uh, he's running uh, in the uh, uh, for uh, re-election for governor. So I think that that's a pretty awesome thing, right? Well, he's going to probably end up having to run for president. And he is the one who is suing and taking him to court. And he's an attorney. So I've got so many uh, text messages that have come to me. Oh, I heard that you said that Trump didn't have any military experience. I'm like, get off of the worship service already. It's not one man. It's going to take a country of people who have uh, these beliefs and continue to stand behind it. I'm not going to be flying blind um, whatsoever, and I certainly hope that many of you are not going to be doing the same. 550-5500, for those of you who want to check us out on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV, you can see the D-Dowd Muska's Dow 3000s 
Brand new haircut, I believe. That is. Uh, <laughs> uh, you noticed. I notice. Uh, oh, there's nothing I don't notice. Smells, tastes, looks. Uh, heck, I notice uh, whether or not you tied your shoes uh, with a forward loop or a backward loop. Uh, as you know, you know, I have to pay attention to those types of things uh, with my kids. Uh, don't forget, you can podcast us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. And you can Apple us uh, or Android us on our apps uh, directly at rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com. Uh, 24 hours a day, I'm playing uh, the replay. Immediately following uh, this, you'll see yesterday's broadcast, and that'll broadcast all the way down until today's broadcast, which will replay before then. So it's 21 hours of uh, full program time that you're going to get uh, that, that comes from the Rock of Talk and the Rock of Talk uh, dot TV. But uh, Dowd, you look uh, not so stressed there, buddy. Uh, it's nice. Yeah. To- <laughs> It's amongst the, one of the most stressed states in the entire country, Dowd. And I think we, uh, we want to kind of kick it off are. there. Well, we are indeed. Uh, I, I'm about 14 pounds lighter uh, in terms of my hair. So, uh, you look beautiful, uh, the, man. You look, you'll, you'll look marvelous. Uh, well, I know that Eddie, one of our, and I don't want to, I don't, I know nothing about what I'm saying next, but I, I know that one of our advertisers uh, is, is a salon and I, I, and, they, and I know they'd had some issues. I didn't know if they were still open or not. Uh, so I ran out just across the street from the Chipotle around the corner and got brand new place and um, great, great young couple seemed to run it. Uh, decent price. And uh, you know what? They happen to be not the same kind of ethnic background that, that I am. And guess what? We got along perfectly. Uh, we, we didn't we talk about weird, a, a, oppression. We didn't say, well, did your ancestors oppress my ancestors or did my ancestors oppress your ancestors? Uh, we dealt with the only color that should matter in a free society, green. They gave me a nice haircut and I paid them and I left and I'll probably go back in another couple months and get another haircut. That's paid, kind of how America used to work. man is money. That's a great, Dowd. <laughs> uh, you, you look great and... They're great. We're great. We're all great uh, right here in the Kiva. Lots to get to here this afternoon. You can check out Dow's new haircut uh, directly at rockoftalk.tv. One of the other, uh, <clears throat> I guess, um, what do they say? The uh, the power of privilege or your membership has its privileges. You can say that. All right. Let's start here because these are the things as we wrap up the end of the first quarter here into 2022. We're now in the third year of the Rona. Um, you have been on the most lockdown. Let's not forget that, okay? You've been the most locked down state, and it was completely and totally unnecessary. Dowd, you know, I know, we all know this. Uh, we've proven where we're at in terms of the science of the corona and uh, COVID, on uh, COVID science. And I'd say we came out way ahead of the curve on all of that. Many of you have had friends, family, uh, relatives who have picked up and left. Uh, some of you have been induced uh, from a standpoint to force into decisions uh, beyond your own control. For employment, uh, for example, you can't be employed if you don't take the vaccine. Uh, you know, you've been in a real kind of mire of crap that has been dictated to you from the top down. Politicians, business people, etc. And then we're all supposed to act like none of this even mattered. Uh, like uh, we're not even supposed to be paying attention to it and everything's hunky-dory. By the way, I've always wanted to look up where does hunky-dory come from? Uh <clears throat> A little bit like Humpty Dumpty, Hunky Dory, but people say Hunky Dory, I guess. I, I don't know. I do so. So this come coming from study finds, and they, of course, are going to go and find that pop culture stuff that's out there. But I think it's important uh, discussion to have is, are you stressed? Do you have more stress than your friends and families across the country? Okay, because according to this study, 
you are in one of the most stressed societies in the entire country. And I, I probably, after spending about a week in El Paso for the last week, I would probably have to agree. I can't, I, there's no empirical way I could. It's all anecdotal. I, do I feel, comparatively speaking, you know, to Arizona and to Texas and to Nevada and to, let's see, Colorado. And I'm trying to think of all the various places over the last few years that I've visited. Okay. Am I more stressed here than I am in Arizona in, in an unadapted way, meaning very natural, uh, that you're not having to account for anything else. Would I say I'm more stressed here? And I would say the answer, it is decidedly so. There's no doubt about it in my mind. Okay. Men and women, men, are you more stressed? And women, are you more stressed than you were two years ago? And um, who's more stressed, men or women? And, and then this actually drills down on the time of the week. Yes, men, this also includes you, so don't leave yourself out. Uh, not that time of the month, week, whatever it happens to be. So it's on you too. Men and women, according to the study, are definitely apples and oranges when it comes to stress, according to the research. Louisiana, Nevada, and New Mexico top the list of the most stressed states. You know where this is going, folks. Wallet Hub, once again, pointing out just how bad it is in the state of New Mexico. Wallet Hub, for every single study that they do, they might as well have put Albuquerque, they might as well, for a metro area, they might as well put New Mexico at the bottom of every single list. There's got to be an aggregate list across all of the different studies that they have at some point, right? The I think meta list, like, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> is there a final list that uh, aggregates all this stuff? I mean, we, I almost feel like we need to do it for them, and maybe we should reach out to them. According to the introduction from them, they said there are many different sources of stress, but by far the most prominent in the past few years has been COVID-19. In fact, a recent survey found that one in three Americans sometimes feel so stressed about the pandemic that it hurts their ability to make basic decisions. Overall, stress levels are not uniform across the country, though certain states worry more about others than specific issues. Bullet Hub compared to the 50 states across the 41 key, in 41 key indicators. My goodness. Yep, it's a good methodology. Wow. 41. Uh, Dow, do you want to explain the methodology before we uh, read them and weep? Uh, did, is there anything yeah. intricate here? Or? Well, I took a, I took a dive on, on the methodology and, and, you know, your, your, your results might vary, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, when you're, when you're tracking, uh, you know, cost of childcare, separation and divorce, you know, to someone like me, that means nothing. It might mean a, a big thing to you. Uh, uh, you. You know, you may be financially in, 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 in good shape, but have problems elsewhere. They, they broke it down in, in four broad Odd categories, each assigned 25 points. Uh, Work-related stress, uh, that's the kind of thing uh, like how long your commute is, uh, how strong your job security is, uh, what the unemployment rate. Uh, in New Mexico, of course, uh, four months in a row, we're, we're number one all on our own, four months in a row. So again, that was the work-related category. Uh, Money-related stress, uh, that's probably an area where uh, my stress might kick in. Uh, you know, median household income, debt per household, that you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, number three is kind of relationship stuff, family-related stress, uh, cost of childcare. As I said, the percentage of single parents. Uh, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, one category was share of parents without emotional support. Oh, metric measures the percentage of parents who do not have someone they can turn to for day-to-day -day emotional support. So that's the third yeah, I category. I thought we were La Familia. We are job security with all the state <laughs> uh, people uh, in terms of, uh, you know, unemployment, blue skies, 
Four Seasons, weather, recreation. I mean, <laughs> Albuquerque, New Mexico, doubt has it all. Well, I'm going to break it down and show you where we come out on these four categories. So uh, uh, let me just do them all again. Work, money, family, and then the fourth category is health and safety. So that includes things oh. like life expectancy, suicide rate, oh. you know, that kind of stuff. So Project. let me show you where, where New Mexico breaks down uh, on all of them. Our best category, and again, uh, if you're number one, you're the worst, not 50. So you don't want to be number one. You want to be 50, and, and we'll explain who's number 50, no surprise at all. And it's a border state of New Mexico. So uh, number one is the worst. Uh, the highest ranking we have is 18th. That's the category of health and safety. Uh, we're number 18. Not bad. Not a bad showing uh, for New hey, Mexico. Wait, 18, despite being the highest in homicides a year over year, and they, did it factor any of that stuff? Eddie, it gets to this thing that I've looked at for years, and I'm not an epidemiologist, although I think a lot of us have had uh, undergraduate degrees in epidemiology over the last two years, whether we wanted one or not. Uh, they call it the Hispanic paradox, which is if you look solely at household income as a predictor of health, Hispanics should be much sicker than they are, but they're not. And my theory is the family ties uh, the social connectedness, which seemed to be continue to be stronger in Hispanic household, the average Hispanic household versus the average white household or the average black household. That's my personal theory. So we came out uh, the highest ranking health and safety uh, work. Sadly, uh, no surprise here with the unemployment, the work category, subcategory, we came in 10th. So we're in, in the bottom 10 money. Um, Big, big surprise here. Uh, we we are not enough people working. Our labor participation rate is <laughs> exactly. the worst. And yet exactly. we're in the top. How did we make the top 10? That doesn't make any yeah, sense. No, but yes. Okay. Uh, money, we came in number uh, uh, third from the bottom. Uh, just terribly sad. And family, because of these, because of how they determine it, we're second from the worst uh, when it comes to family. So we're talking about divorce and children born out of wedlock and that kind of thing. Right. So, uh, you know, we don't do terribly well in most categories, uh, but family and money, we seem to do uh, the worst. And, and again, it depends on your lifestyle. I mean, New Mexico, Eddie, I've always said for years, I mean, I don't have a wife. I don't have young kids. I'm not a 22-year-old kid looking to start off a career. New Mexico works very, very well for me. I would never recommend to a 22-year-old professional to come look for work in New Mexico, I would never recommend to a young family, uh, a head of household man with a wife and young children to come live in New Mexico. Uh, that would be the this would be the last place I would suggest anyone in those categories live. But for a 49-year-old guy who loves sunshine and um, having a, a little distance between the uh, East Coast family, uh, New Mexico works out very, very well for me. There is no denying that when you break it down by the 41 factors, New Mexico fares very, very yep. poorly, and we deserve the dismal ranking that we do have. Yeah, so uh, here it is. We'll read them and weep. Uh, let's see. We'll, we'll take the number one in each category. Work-related stress, actually the worst is Alaska somehow, uh, then then Texas, then Louisiana, Maryland, Connecticut, Dowd. Mississippi, North Dakota, New York, Oklahoma, and then uh, New Mexico uh, comes in. So that that's interesting, work-related uh, stress. I can understand from Alaska, there's not a whole heck of a lot of jobs, not a whole lot of big companies up there. And then, of course, you've got the sundown, which sometimes lasts uh, 17, 18 hours. Money-related stress, number one, no doubt about it. Mississippi, uh, Dowd had a great article. A uh, little uh, follow-up on the uh, primer, and uh, we'll delve into that next segment and something that they should have done, and that would have alleviated a lot of the stress. That's their Louisiana, New Mexico, and at three, West Virginia, Vermont, all the poor states right there. Uh, this is the one that um, was a little weird. 
because there are no families. 98% of the people in Nevada aren't even born in Nevada, by the way, folks. True. And the number one family-related stress happens to be Nevada. There's no families. People don't know their neighbors. They don't have neighborhoods there. Uh, I don't think that there's any place in the country where the houses are any closer uh, together and any further away uh, than you not knowing. You can hear your neighbors, but you'll never meet them in True. a place like Las Vegas. It just is. Everyone's a town now. So you got New Mexico coming in at two, North Carolina, Texas, Florida, Oklahoma, Louisiana, California, Arizona, and then West Virginia. And then the health and safety related stress, no doubt about it uh, there, West Virginia, Louisiana, uh, you know, we, we know Bill the Billy heroin. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, smoking, uh, drinking, all the yep. hard living Alabama, Alabama, Arkansas. I do love my ma and pa. Well, uh, health and safety related stress uh, right there. So there it is, folks. Uh, read them and weep. It doesn't look good. Uh, Dowd went through the methodology. It's all there. People are texting in uh, as well. Uh, people who have been uh, out. Uh, here's something very interesting. No question. We are more stressed in New Mexico compared to Florida, uh, where I've uh, possibly relocated. Top five DeSantis, bottom five Lujan Grisham. The new uh, rank my governor stuff has come out. Uh, we'll Ooh. get to that uh, as well. Yes, we get to rank your governor and Michelle Lujan Grisham near at the bottom. Um, the COVIDiots. Uh, oh, yeah, we got the new COVID information coming out and... Uh, and then some. We'll take your calls uh, if you'd like, uh, whether or not uh, you can actually make the comparison. Do you have family anywhere else? Uh, are you are are you able to relate to any of this kind of stuff uh, at all? Do you feel stressed? Uh, is it the homicide? Is it the crime? Is it the um, uh, sort of the, the tyrannical uh, governorship here that has uh, led to a lot of this stuff, uh, folks? I think these are uh, open for discussion. But maybe you're maybe you're okay with mediocrity. I think a lot of people uh, seem to be or or have been, which is uh, why Michelle Lujan Grisham has a pretty good chance of uh, getting reelected. How will your gubernatorial candidate be able to play into all this? So we'll get to that and more right here in the Kiva when we return on AM 600 KIVABQ.FM. We're going to rank those governors, the new information coming out from Alec, and we'll do that when we return on AM 600 KIVABQ.FM. You have to learn to pace yourself Pressure You're just like everybody else Pressure You've only had to run so far So good But you will come to a place Where the only thing you feel Are loaded guns in your face and you'll have to deal with pressure. Alabama, Arkansas, I do love my mom, Paul. Not the way that I do love you. Well, holy, holy, real life, you'll be of my eye, girl, I never love one like you. Man, oh man, you're my best friend. I scream it too. There's nothing that, there ain't nothing that I need. Oh, hot and heavy, pumpkin pie, chocolate candy, Jesus Christ. There ain't nothing please me more than you. Oh, let me go love. 428 here in Nikiva. This is home, and it will continue to be home for me. And I'll live uh, less than a thousand feet, uh, by the way, a thousand yards, excuse me, 
from uh, the uh, radio station here. So I want to let everybody know that. But I will be traveling a lot more, be doing more remote uh, broadcasts uh, as well, which I uh, count as a considerable success. Everybody knows how uh, kind of crazy I am, especially when it comes to working and letting people touch uh, my stuff, my equipment, uh, the Kiva. Uh, remember, we are stewards of this great radio station and the information that pipes through. And we're lucky enough to have a FCC license and uh, pound this uh, information uh, true uh, straight to you every single day. Yeah, Alabama, Arkansas, third and four on health and safety related uh, illnesses uh, on there. We got six and nine on money related stress. Very, very, very similar in terms of what New Mexico is. Caller, you are in the Kiva. Go ahead. Let me turn you on. Uh, Caller, go ahead. Yeah, this is Scobro. Uh, I I tend to have learned that uh, people that are stressed uh, are usually, I hate to generalize, but are usually negative people. And uh, they're just kind of winging it through life. They don't have a plan or direction. Whereas positive people uh, who maybe uh, hang around with other positive people and they share ideas that work and they're heading in a direction and they don't get stressed because they know everything's going to work out all right because they've seen it work out all right with their mentors. So I, I don't know how that relates to other states. Uh, but in, in my personal experience, I have noticed that. Okay. I think that's, uh, probably a good examination of the anecdotal, uh, you know, I mean, it is an anecdotal sort of expression of what you witness. And I think most people would tend to agree with that. I think Dowd probably would as well. I mean, your outlook, uh, people, uh, Abraham Lincoln famously said, people are about as happy as they make their minds up to be. I believe in that. Okay. Um, the other part, the flip side of that, Scobro, is which I which I don't like about uh, this outlook, is there are people uh-huh. who are sort of in this interminable uh, sort of circle of becoming very generous and helping and enabling, and their misery comes from other people. So, but it also has a lot to do with um, avoiding misery at all costs. You have to avoid the uh, what is it? Avoid. The unlucky and the unhappy, I think, is, is what it is. Or avoid the unlu- unlucky and the unhappy. That's the other thing. So there is a bit of an environmental shift here. So you do have to do that. So there are people who pick up and leave Albuquerque, New Mexico, and they're like, yeah, uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico is unhappy and unlucky, and you have to kind of avoid that too. So there, there's a kind of a mix of both. I would um, tend to agree with you. I can be happy here, and a lot of it has to do with my outlook on things. I see New Mexico, <clears throat> a little inside baseball here, Pardon me for clearing my throat, but I see New Mexico as the world's number one sitcom. Uh, why was Breaking Bad so incredibly successful? The misery, the stories, the line, like you look at The Wire, that took place, I believe, in Baltimore, Maryland. Yep. People just can't get away from that type of drama. And, get it. and I look at every single day, it's like, how many ways can a state and a city possibly mess up and not get out of its own way? Whether it's the Republican Party, whether it's the city of Albuquerque and Tim Keller, and these derided Democrats, like it, it, it's a story that it doesn't seem like it's going to have a good ending. And I'm actually, believe it or not, okay with that because there are things and ways that you can protect yourself and it gives us an unending amount of show prep. So Scobro, that's uh, my response to you. Is there, research, is there research on spirituality, do you, 
Uh, people that are Christian and people that aren't. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I pay no attention to that. I think people who, uh, you know, by and large, you know, going to church and Christians, you know, they need, or have any religious discipline, you, you know, they need the help. I think that's ultimately what drives them uh, to m- many of these people. Many of us who are Catholics, you know, we don't need to be saved. We, we were baptized. Uh, we don't carry around this giant guilt uh, around with us uh, past our 50s. We either get through it and, you know, you've heard of Catholic guilt before. So, you know, I, I, I don't know that people, I know that people who believe in an afterlife uh, can make themselves, you know, happier by having that sort of, you know, positivity. There's no confirmation other than your belief. So I believe that belief and, and, and thinking about things or, you know, having a vision of what that might be, I think that makes you happy. You have to have a good outlook. But I mean, I don't know that there's sort of empirical evidence out there that, that, uh, you know, a lot of people run around saying how happy they are all the time. And I'm like, you're, you're, you're terribly miserable <laughs> because you can't stop talking because you, you cannot stop talking about how happy you are. Like I'm happier than you. And I sound like I'm miserable and I'm not, I live a better life than you most of the time. So, you know, that's just kind of the way that it is. Younger, younger generation with the participation award and, uh, the government's going to take care of me. I don't need to work full time. I wonder if they're going to end up being very stressful as they get older. Uh, oh. You can't be happy unless you're winning. And you have to define what those parameters are, whether it's like not having conflict or outright winning, <laughs> beating the other guy. Uh, I don't know what playing field, it, and to each his own. Everybody has their own way of expressing that. I know Dad wants to chew on this. Oh, uh, Eddie, uh, uh, I have, go ahead. I've written extensively on these topics, and I'm just I'm so glad that the caller asked uh, his question. And uh, I, I imagine a lot of our uh, deeply Christian uh, listeners are not going to like what I have to say next, sure. but I I will say that the you you should not paint with too too broad a brush. But I yeah. I will simply suggest to you folks that there does appear to be a pretty high correlation between the most religious states and the states that are most dysfunctional. Um, Mississippi, Alabama, uh, South Carolina, Arkansas, Louisiana, these are the most, based on Gallup surveys, the most religious states, obviously overwhelmingly Christian. Uh, Also, and here's the outlier, Utah is the third most religious state, but of course Utah does everything right. But boy, are there a lot of problem states that are highly religious. And I've been writing about this for a long time, Eddie, because it fascinates me coming from where I grew up, living around different parts of the country, living in Virginia, living in Nevada, living in, in, in New Mexico. You know, what what makes a state flourish? What makes a, a society flourish? Uh, I wrote a, a column a couple of years ago and uh, a couple of newspapers ran it. For some reason, the Cape Cod Times ran it. I don't know. They, they love me on Cape Cod. Um some of the least religious places on earth, uh, we're talking about European nations, and I, I, I picked nine that were the, the, the in data well, indicated. Third world countries, don't forget that. We've noticed how incredibly connected third world countries are. Absolutely. Uh, I, and I was writing about post the, the post-Christian world, and, and a lot of Christians really believe that morality comes from Christianity, and, and I don't think there's any evidence to support that at all. In fact, the primatologists have figured out that there's morality among chimpanzees, just like there's morality among our primate species. But I picked the nine uh, most post-Christian societies you could find. Sweden, the Czech Republic, the UK, Belgium, Australia, Norway, Denmark, 
Estonia, Germany. So these are countries that used to be 100% Christian, and they are the fastest de-Christianizing countries on earth. If you look at the statistics for these places, and I looked at the OECD numbers, this is the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, the more developed countries, and they have uh, it's, it's, an, it's an international entity uh, that collects all these sorts of statistics. Um, all nine of those countries have a murder rate that is substantially lower than the United States, which is much more Christian than those nine countries. Uh, the, uh, quote, percentage of women who have experienced physical and sexual violence substantially lower in those post-Christian societies. The share of the population that, quote, feels safe walking alone at night. Uh, is at one percentage point lower in Christian America than those post-Christian European nations. Uh, the work ethic of, I couldn't believe this one, the work ethic in America as, de as defined by labor force participation was a couple points lower than the average of those nine. Now, I'm not doing what Richard Dawkins will do and what Bill Maher will do and what Penn Jillette right. will do. I'm Thank not you. saying that a, that getting rid of religion is is the path to happiness, okay? I'm not, I don't know what a de-religionized planet will be like. I do know that there's a lot of data to suggest that simply going to church every week or expressing some sort of spirituality or religion does not make your society a, a paradise on earth. And and moving farther down the line, just sort of on a, on a personal level, and, I, and I've mentioned this to the listeners before, just leaving the highly controversial issue of, of religion aside, um, there's a psychologist, I think he's a MacArthur Genius Grant winner, uh, Martin Seligman at the University of Pennsylvania. And he called out his profession a number of years ago and said, you know, all we do is study abnormal psychology. We study depressives. We study schizophrenia. We study people with post-traumatic stress disorder. We're trying to help people in pain. That's good. But how can we never develop developed a model for psychological health and human flourishing? And he's been working on that for years and years and years. And he has a, a an acronym uh, called PERMA, uh, which stands for Positive Emotion, Engagement, Relationships, Meaning, and Accomplishment. Uh, you can find this stuff online. You can read his books. And it's basically, he studied people who were happy, people who were psychologically content, uh, people who had their relationships, had, had engaged in uh, meaningful activity in their lives, Good health, of course, promotes that. Your mental health promotes your good physical health. Your physical health can promote your mental health. So um, S-E-L-I-G-M-A-N, Dr. Seligman, and he starts off with positive emotion, uh, cultivating gratitude uh, and forgiveness. Number two, engagement, uh, an experience in which someone fully deploys their skills, strengths, and attention to a challenging task. Uh, relationships. We are social creatures. That's why humans and dogs get along so well, because we're two of the most social animals that ever evolved on this planet. Relationships are fundamental to well-being. Even an introvert like myself needs to have limited relationships, <laughs> limited intense relationships. Uh, meaning, a sense of meaning and purpose is derived from belonging to and serving something bigger than yourself. Trying to preserve uh, you know, Western civilization, trying to uh, do what's right for your family. Uh, religion, personally, could be, per could, be a, could be a big part of that. And then finally, accomplishment. People pursue achievement, competence, success, and mastery for its own sake in a variety of domains. Could be the workplace, could be sports, games, hobbies, whatever. Those are the five elements of personal psychological health, personal fulfillment, and flourishing. And we need to move towards a society, leaving religion out of it, a society that really where people understand these things and 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 seek out 
these elements of their life. I think government is an impediment in almost every way to all of these positive elements. So uh, New Mexico is a place where Dr. Sligman's model, I'm sad to say, uh, is not really employed very much, and we're the worst off for it. Uh, it gives me no pleasure to report. I think a lot of people, you know, have to find structure, which is exactly what you just communicated. Um, and a lot of people find structure in Christianity. They find uh, structure in Catholic Church. Yep. You know, you find your structure uh, through the psychological revelation that has come out to you and it works for you. I think all this stuff is highly personal um, and people have their paths of uh, choosing to do what the, whatever they want to do. You know, Doubt and I couldn't be more different uh, on this particular subject because I for me, I'm, it's, for me, it's very personal, but I think where we relate in the sense in a very abstract way is, yeah, you have to have structure. You have to have discipline. You'd have to have accomplishment. My accomplishment's a little bit different than his, which is where we sort of kind of get uh, separated. Because There's nothing I, wrong with that. Nothing no, wrong with nothing it. at all. And I think that the, it all has to do with, uh, let's go back to Abraham Lincoln. People are about as happy as they make their minds up to be. It's all about attitude. So <clears throat> back to the caller, uh, what do they call stick man, sick man? I, I don't know what, he, what it was. Scobro? A scobro, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I think if you communicate a high level of happiness and achievement and you look out, your outlook is positive and you keep trying. So for example, you know, a lot of people would probably think that I'm crazy, but look at the things that I accomplished. Even though you think I accomplished nothing during the time of the pandemic, I exhibited a level of do not quit like nobody else in the entire state. Nobody matched me. Stride for stride, I did better. Not, not just physically, obviously losing weight, obviously, you know, running for state party chair, CD1. Uh, mayor. You can't compete with me because I made it my own personal mission. Not only do that, but to make sure my kids weren't vaxxed, to make sure that we stayed out of the fray of this whole COVID the discombobulation that came out. Yeah, I took my hits. Yeah, I have a hard time dealing with things, but I was also very self-reliant. and. That's the other key. Attitude and self-reliance. If you can't employ uh, uh, like Emerson or Thoreau and learn how to live on your own and be on your own without the dependence upon somebody else, because once you create that dependence on another person, on an organization, on a religion, and this is exactly, we're going to go right to Trump, folks. I'm going to go right to Trump or the second coming of whatever you think is coming, okay? The moment your expectation Let's freeze frame that word, okay? Because this is something that I know. The reason why there's dysfunction in anything is because you have unrealistic expectation. It's my job as your talk radio host, as your radio station guy that's purveyor of this information that's truth, is for you to completely and totally understand that if you can rein in your expectation and take just the next step, when I, when I, when I gave you, your prescription for you to lose weight. Did I say anything about joining in the gym, depending upon a gym? I said, this is what you do and this is how you do it. And it's one step after the other. So many, and you have to be forgiving. No, you don't need uh, somebody else to forgive you. Okay, throw that out the door. If you're ever waiting for somebody else to forgive you, they never will. They're gonna hold it over you for the rest of their life because they're human and you're gonna do the same thing on them. Just toss it out the door. Like Eric, uh, with, with, with him yesterday, people will say like, oh, you're having... I, I force pressure, but am I forgiving? I don't need to be forgiving because he knows where I'm coming from. Perspective, expectation. These are all very important things and you have to be very centered in all this. So when I get hit from various people that are coming my way, do you think that you bother me for a second by getting after me and trying to pigeonhole me into something one way or the other? I mean, I could pick up today and tomorrow and decide to run for state party chair tomorrow. 
and mess up absolutely everything or take it over and make things work. And that would be better leadership than anything that you're getting right now at the Bernalillo County level, the state party level, for, because I would put everything into perspective because I'm not wanting for anything. And that's the, that's the last thing. No desire for anything outside of yourself. Be self-contained. Are you happy where you're at and what you're doing? Do you like yourself? Do you like your purpose in life? Are you in the, a lot of people talk about in the moment, right? Are you in the moment? I'm in the moment <laughs> all the time. I like uh, people will try to tell me you're unhappy. You're not there. Dowd is set up for this moment. And at 645, he's out of the moment onto his next moment. Your life is a, an accumulation of a series of moments throughout the rest of your life. So folks, no one's going to turn around and just sort of oh, give you, you know, perspective. You're not going to rein in some sort of grace or anything like that. It's something that you have to work diligently on to sort of filter out the trash. When you walk into my place, you might think it's the busiest place in the world. I know where every sticker is. I know where every single thing is. I know where everything is at all times. And my kids understand the level of comfort that they have here. They'd rather be here than any other place. And I got to tell you, folks, if you're happy where you're at, and I'm happy here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, no need for me to pick up and leave. Oh, I'm going to be happy once I move to Texas. Oh, I'm going to be happy once I move to Arizona. Or no, yeah. I am happy. Wouldn't trade it for the world for anything other than being right here with D. Dowd Muska and all of our friends here in the Kiva every day from four to seven. I don't know if I could put it any better than I just uh, did. Though. Well, Eddie, it just I, a memory I haven't had in 10 years. Uh, I, I was uh, back east talking to, uh, I don't know, I was dropping something off the house of a, of a friend, uh, some very, very dear, close friends of ours. They had an adult young man who younger than I am who had gone through, you know, some difficulties had flunked out of college a couple times and was really involved with a lot of ladies, a lot of romantic drama in his life and uh, maybe even a little bit of the bottle. And uh, he was trying to move up to Boston and I was walking into the house and his mother was behind me and I was just sort of thinking out loud and, and saying, you know, I've lived, I've lived in various places throughout the United States. And the problem is that what, what, what the young man's going to experience is you, you, you know, you can change your zip code, but the problem is you end up taking your problems with you. And his mother who'd been fighting with him every day for years. She literally took her two hands, pushed me. She was behind me, shoved me in the back, sent me flying into the house because she had such an emotional response. She's older than I am. And and we both understood what this young man couldn't understand at, at, at such a young age, which is you can't just change your zip code and fix all your problems. Uh, it's 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 got to come from within. Can't run away. And that is what so many people are choosing to do. We can be happy right here. We can also make Albuquerque a better place. And um, that is our purpose every single day, making this country a better place. And believe in no man, believe in no anything. Uh, you must believe in yourself more than anything so that you can believe in others. And that will transcend you, folks. It absolutely will. Back after a quick break, we're back to wrap the hour right here in the Kiva. Not sure how we got on this whole subject, but uh, I guess it's all about being happy. And that's what we're aim is. And uh, happiness is something that you earn over time. 447, back and forth. Conversations, all my friends are turning green. Yeah, the magician's assistant in their dream. Oh, oh, and they come unstuck. Running down to the riptide Taking away to the dark side I wanna be your left hand man I love you when you're singing a song And I got a lump in my throat Cause you're gonna sing the words wrong Yeah 
It's this movie that I think you like. This guy decides to quit his job and head to New York City. This cowboy is running from himself. And she's been living on the high shelf. Oh, oh, and they come on stars. Running down to the midtime Taking away to the dark side I wanna be your dance anyway I love you when you're singing that song And I got lump in my throat Cause you're gonna sing the words Deep down in Louisiana, close to New Orleans Way back up in the woods among the evergreens There's still the log cabin made of earth and wood Where lived a country boy named Johnny B. Good Who never ever learned to read or write so well But he could play a guitar just like a ring in a bell Go, go! Three here in the Kiva, little Johnny B. Good there. Chuck Berry uh, went to number eight, entered the singles chart six weeks later, peaked uh, only there. I remember my Nana and my Tata, where I still uh, currently am, right across the street from their house. We'll be even closer to them. Uh, looking uh, forward to that. I got to tell you, just here, you can take the boy out of the Albuquerque, you can uh, take the boy out of Albuquerque, but uh, you can't take the Albuquerque uh, out of the boy. That's just uh, sort of the way that it is. And um, there's nothing else that I can uh, say about that. So, Take a couple of quick phone calls. Caller, you are in the Kiva. Go ahead. Uh, those are some interesting points that the okay. uh, other uh, gentleman time, brought up. One, about one, one, one time. That's it. That's it. You can call back tomorrow. Right? This is a radio Thank show. Thank you, Eddie. All right. There you go. <laughs> well, I don't know what it is. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I got to screen out the rest of the calls now because here we are. You know, I realize that there's a relationship and you're connecting and all these types of things. I mean, before the show, I had a woman who was asking me for $4,000 for me to break into her storage shed. So I'm like, you know how many times I get requests? And I just have this boundary, and I have to keep that, that boundary up, Dowd. Uh, it sort of, you know, kind of goes hand in hand with being a public figure, being on the radio. It's like people start coming. We try to help everybody we possibly can, but this also has to do with, I mean, some of you guys think I'm being rude to Dictionary Dave. Dictionary Dave understands like his problem, and yet he continues to do the crap, and you suffer because of it. So I have to suffer headlong into his his uh, meandering on the radio. I'm not going to do that. There's we have a limited amount of time every single day, and uh, we're going to use it as wisely we can. Hot sauce uh, checks in. Uh, your guy who made his hot sauce, uh, by the way, Dowd. Your thanks again. One of your favorites. <clears throat> Stress extreme, overworked, horrible governor. Albuquerque is a toilet. And Bozo in the White House. Uh, here, let, let's let's fix these, okay? When it comes to Albuquerque's a toilet, aren't we going to do something to fix it every single day? Just keep trying. Just keep ramming your head up against it. You love this place, right? You you, you have a relationship. You want to keep making it work. You keep ramming your head up against, I don't know, or whatever it is you're trying to make work. I don't know. Your job, your, I don't know, your relationship with your kids. You just keep trying, you know? You just keep figuring out a way. Find tools. Find structure. Go to, I guess, a church or go to psychology or go to, a counselor. I don't know. Try uh, create your own. Is it 10 steps? How many steps? Create your own program that you're going to do. Depends on the book. Yeah, yeah. Create your own yeah, book, steps, uh, what, what have you, and all of that. Oh, and number five, dumb ass sheep that didn't elect me. Oh, well. I think I'm better off not being mayor because uh, it might be a better job later on in life. I don't know. Uh, I have no interest in that. I'm going to do something else. Uh, Bitch, you guys can't wait to see what that is. Uh, you set an example of who I want to be. Wow. That's crazy. 
except I'm more handsome. <laughs> wow. Probably. Uh, yeah. Uh, Eddie, I've lived here for 40 years. Still surprised by the passivity of the voters. Despite being on the worst list for decades, the voters reelect the Dems again and again. Part of it is that after 90 years of single party democratic rule, the state has an enormous welfare class and enormous public sector workforce. Yes, it is right there. And they are very fat, happy, and comfortable. The check at the beginning of the month, bro. I get the hook I'm going to be living large, man. I'm going to get a case of bud. And the old lady is going to throw some manudo on the stove, and things are going to be good, bro. The whole weekend will party. The two components of New Mexico compromise over 50% of the electorate, and they vote to maintain the status quo. But there's more. Large Hispanic population, laws of open change, I just don't know. Um. I've got a lot to say about that, although I'm not ready to, I think, sort of comment on that. I think there's just a lot of uh, sort of mixture in the in the caldo, so to speak, uh, that I think we need to go ahead and sort of pick apart for the the the, the, pre, the, the, the potential for me to offend everybody uh, by me responding to that um, is very high. Yes. And I don't really care. I think that's the great thing about the show is I don't give a crap about offending you. I don't give a crap about offending anybody. We literally set up 17,000 petitions to impeach the governor. What else do you need for me to say? Where was Mark Ronchetti in all of that? Uh, I don't know where Clayton is, but it's somewhere up there. You know, He's lucky he's got the, the best uh, political consultant there is. You know? It helps him. <laughs> That's all he, he's got a guy who can raise him. Like Jay McCluskey is like, well, yeah, well, here's this project I'm going to work on this time around. Uh, yeah, I'm Make a bunch of money and uh, run this game again. See if we can change the state. See what we can do. Um, I really appreciate you. I really appreciate you. You just said let people touch your equipment. My kids are like running around with Beavis and Butthead all day long. And I'm like, did you know your umpa went to that high school? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, hi, Eddie. I was wondering if you knew anything about this guy running for attorney general here. Yes, I met him. Jeremy Gay. Jeremy Gay, I, I met him. Great guy, protect New Mexico defender. Please, 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 please. I'm like one of the first guys who met him. So I don't know what else to say. He's, he's, he's your guy. Uh, <clears throat> living, I think he's father of five, an attorney living out of Galoop. Huh? Living on the res in New Mexico is definitely stressful with gas prices, the local grocery store being 15 minutes away. Ridiculous prices due to Biden's manufactured inflation. Good one there. Remember, when parents are stressed, their children are more at risk of neglect and abuse. And we have the hot, one of the highest levels, uh, folks, of, um, of uh of child abuse uh here in this state i think in the entire country it's a, it's it's the worst it is the absolute worst for raising a kid and uh people need to be well aware of that we'll hit the top of the hour news appreciate everybody uh listening right here in the kiva on am 1600 kiva abq.fm talk.com hour two coming at you uh from the abq and the 505 we appreciate each and every one of you here on this broadcast Bird. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I'm the MCC under Rock of Talk.com. Hour two coming at you right here in the ABQ. Forget Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV. It is Roku TV. Very cool. I'm uh, about to get me a brand new um, little flat screen uh, TV that is not very expensive because I don't really watch TV. Um, I also uh, only eat dark chocolate, which those are the two things. I don't watch much TV, so I have to get it for the kids because it's kind of a smaller thing, but I want it to look like so I can look at pictures. 
you know, I'm a kind of an art guy. So I really like art, art history. So that's what I'm going to do. So I'll never watch the TV. I just, I, I don't know what it is, but we're on Roku TV. We're on Amazon Fire and Apple TV. I think I've uh, watched Curb Your Enthusiasm season one, season two. Uh, that's the only thing I've watched in the last uh, couple of weeks. So there you go. That's all I'm watching uh, these days. Um, don't forget, folks, uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify. If you want to go ahead and become a subscriber, please do. Rockoftalk.chat. Uh, we got a few new subscribers uh, today. We appreciate you very much for jumping in on that. Uh, it's much appreciated. That goes directly to the uh, Dowd Muska, literally directly to him, folks. So every single time that you subscribe, uh, that money uh, goes directly into the back of his pocket, makes him work harder. Um, so please do that. And uh, we have uh, we have separate businesses. Uh, let's just put it that way. Uh, Dowd, I've seen him one time this year, and I appreciate him coming in into the uh, comfortable confines of the Kiva this time around. I have made the app, or soon to be updated again for the sixth year in a row. Uh, should that 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 app should be winning an award. My brand new Frank Sinatra station. I hope to have it uh, ready by. Saturday, I'll relaunch that on the app only. So that's the only place you'll be able to get the updates uh, on the app. Everyone seems to be using apps more and more. Uh, we're at more than 4,300 downloads on app on Apple. I'll pull them up the exact metrics because I always track that stuff. And then on the uh, <clears throat> the app for Android, I think it's like 36, 3,700. I'll have to look at the latest numbers on that. So rockoftalk.tv from any mobile phone and uh, a rockoftalk.com. Folks, you can dock that phone. Uh, you know, keep your hands off the phone. Put on Do Not Disturb. Apple has a really nice update. And uh, I don't know about you, but it has these focus updates. And um, nobody can call me anymore except the people that want to actually call me. Wow. Uh, so, yeah. So, there's got a Do Not Disturb, a, a personal. Yeah, it's a dream company. Yeah. <laughs> it truly is. Uh, if you are from a recognized number, just leave a voicemail. It's totally fine. I'm totally great with that. And I'll, you know, eventually get back to you. Some people you know, uh, call me over and over and over and over again. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll just, you must really need something. <laughs> but uh, by and large, that little Apple feature allows you to listen to the rock of talk uh, uninterrupted or watch rock of talk.tv or whatever you decide to do on your phone. So that is the advantage uh, of all of that. Um, I guess when it comes to some of the big corporations uh, that are out there, we covered happiness uh, quite extensively uh, in hour number one. Uh, and I think a lot of people were trying to figure out, well, why is New Mexico so stressed? Oh, it's so beautiful here. I'm not stressed. And I think a lot of other people aren't stressed uh, either. And I can tell you that they're doing so out of personal choice, not because homicide is low or they could never have any more money than all the money that comes into New Mexico or they enjoy the New Mexico. It's because they've made personal choices and people make it work. So again, uh, two things, uh, avoid the unhappy and the unlucky. I looked that up. Uh, that is great. And then uh, people are about as happy as they make their minds up to me. And I got to say that I'm, I'm very excited about the fact that you guys choose to spend your time with us. So, uh, D. Dowd Muska, how are you? Uh, I'm fine, Eddie. You know, the only thing I'd add to our, our talk of happiness is um, as someone who's indirectly engaged in mental health, uh, taking care of the dogs who provide dog therapy to, pe therapy to people who need mental health, um, none of what we've said applies if you are in some sort of really dire situation. Um, you you know, if you're suffering from things like schizophrenia, I mean, those yeah. are big, big times, uh, big time problems. Um, and I will once again uh, give out the New Mexico Crisis and Access line as fast as I can type uh, for people who are, are really, uh, really hurting. And, and there is a lot of pain up there. And it does seem like our society is cultivating more 
yeah. uh, mental illness than mental health at a time when we we've never known more about well, mental health. It's a lot uh, easier now because of uh, the digital atmosphere that we've created through social media networks. People are more depressed. Everybody thinks that everyone else has a better life than they do. They don't. Exactly. Stop. It's all projection, folks. Everything you see on social media is total projection. If you're hearing this uh, message, walk away. Step away. Step away from the Facebook. Put your hands up. Step <laughs> away from the Facebook and the Insta and all the rest of that stuff. It's all projection, folks. It's all we have a 10-day waiting period for you to log on to social media. <laughs> uh, the New Mexico Crisis and Access Line, ladies and gentlemen, if you get a uh, pen or pencil out, uh, that was one of our questions of the day. Do you do you own a pencil? Because it was pencil day the other day, uh -huh. and uh, I don't think I own a pencil, and it's probably been some, some time since I have. Uh, the New Mexico Crisis and Access Line for you or possibly uh, a family member or friend experiencing a mental health crisis, uh, substance abuse, related uh, concern uh 1-855-662-7474 and maybe the only good thing on this front eddie recently is it seems like people are finally starting to listen to what we've been talking about and other intelligent people have been talking about for the last two years which is lockdown and fear porn have had devastating impacts on mental health and it goes from a, a five-year-old to an 85-year-old and uh we are going to look back on these two years and well i'm not going to be ashamed because i was fighting the nonsense every day and our most of our listeners aren't going to be ashamed but uh uh well you know who we're talking about the people who should feel ashamed they're probably beyond shame but history history will be the final judge uh dow do you believe in lie detector tests you know i've never looked much into that to be honest with you, you need Eddie. to do that. I want to. I want to make sure that when each of the gubernatorial candidates come in, uh, I want to ask them whether or not they have uh, taken the vaccination because it's HIPAA, and uh, you know, basically, we'll have them under a lie detector test while we have them at the microphone. Mm -hmm. You know, because okay. I distinctly remember at least one, maybe two. I don't know, three at least, who said that they didn't get the vax now, but they said in the past that they. I don't know. And then I can't figure out, like, I can't figure out the background, why they decided to get vax, and how are they going to represent us patriots, uh, Republicans, uh, when it comes time to that. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know where I'm getting at? Uh, well, Eddie, you know I mean, it, yeah. I dare say we have to get We were in the fight the entire time. We were. And we were saving people's lives by telling them not to get vax. And I literally had a conversation with one of my listeners who I hadn't heard from in more than a year. And I talked to his wife, and she called me. She called me after going through all his text messages and he was rammed to death in that hospital. Wow. This is a guy who was a black belt, physically fit, had some cardiovascular issues, uh, I guess, or potentially could have. But the long and the short of it, he was exactly my age. One of my favorite guys that texted me all the time. And I build relationships through text messages. If I feel connection, it happens. It's right there. Okay. And this guy lost his life May 21st of last year. And he got transferred from Loveless to University of New Mexico. And I literally drilled down on all the questions. And I'm having a hard time right now just thinking about him. Mm. And the family and the wife and the life that he leaves behind. But we told people time and time again, do not get vaxxed. Do not go into the hospital and get vented and remdesivir. Stay away from that. If you can do that, we can ensure your safety, okay? If you can get through COVID, which is the new information that has just come out, which doubt is already alluding to, and you would have found this in your Rock of Talk Blast, it would have saved your life. 
would have saved somebody's life that you know. I said, do not go into the hospital, okay? Do not go into the hospital. It's not going to help you. Who's coming out on the winning side of this if there is even such a stupid thing to say? We, we value our listeners. We don't want to read about our listeners in the obituaries. We don't want to read about the tragic things that have happened that, that could have been avoided. But peer pressure and the inundation of the media, 4, 7, 13, the Albuquerque Journal just constantly, well, you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to, we're the experts. Well, these doctors didn't know Jack. You know that. And now we've just proven it to you. There's so many cases out there of people who didn't need, and look, I cannot tell you the number of people who've come forward from Sandia National Labs and Los Alamos National Labs and say, Eddie, thank you. Thank you for standing up for us. Thank you, because right up until, if it wasn't for you, I would have ended up taking the vax and, and I would have got, now they don't have to. Now they're putting out stuff where they're like, oh, we're going to fire you for schedule one. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> What's changed? What is going on? <laughs> like I'm mayor or something. And then we got certain listeners, you know, like the moment I step off the Trump train, uh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm not going to listen to your show anymore. Oh, I didn't realize we were cheerleaders. We have a commitment to the truth each and every single day. And if you don't like it, you know where you can go. GTFO. We're still going to be doing the same show every single day. And I'm more comfortable where I'm standing and sitting every single day than I have ever been. And I think the fight is only going to grow, folks. Because there's people out there who are happy. And the people who are, we're, we're happy little fighters. That's what we do. You know, you know who didn't have to fight? Did we even cover this, Dowd, yesterday? I alluded to, and I was listening to yesterday's show. And uh, by the way, my, my audio was coming in pretty nicely, I might, I might add. I, I was, you were able to hear me. I was able to hear you. And, you know, uh, it was a very, very loud, like, bar area that I was in. At the hotel, um, what I forget it, Paso del Norte. You had a good time down there. I'm jealous. I don't know if I had such a good time or if it was just me just connecting with a lot of people down there. Yeah, and a different. You could tell there was a totally different vibe where you were versus you know trapped in New Mexico. Well, I I was kind of hoping that that would come through because I think a lot of people need to pick up and they need to go. They need to travel. They need to you know, kind of move around the planet a little bit. Take, take, you know, I, right now I'm on flight uh, 24 or the flight 365 or whatever. What's the name of my app that I'm on that I subscribe to? Oh, that awesome app. Yeah, that's great. And I literally just look at different types of flights. (laughs) I do. I'm like, I want to see the furthest South and the furthest North. And I want to look at the flight paths. And there's literally people like flying over the top of Greenland. They're like taking (laughs) off from Tokyo and they're going to Dubai or they're going from like, (laughs) Um, it's really weird, Seattle or Los Angeles, and they fly all the way north, yes. right? Depending upon the time that they leave. And they're like nearly at the Arctic Circle, right? And then they <laughs> drop down in on, you know, to the Dubai or the Middle East or somewhere in Europe. And I'm like, oh my God, that's like the coolest thing. And they're flying on the Dreamliners, the 777s, the 787s. I'm like, you know, if I go down in a plane, I'm actually okay. That's the funniest thing you've ever said. I'm like, if I'm in the middle of a plane, I'm like, I'm fine. you know, I'm totally fine. I'm not going to panic. I'm like, well, you know, I knew the risk going into this when I was, I was on my way to some place that I, I might like to have been, I might like to have seen, you know, you think of that Malaysian airlines, uh, uh flight. I don't know how we got on this, on this whole thing, but we're going to get to the Faroe islands in a second. We didn't do that yesterday. 
They're happy there, folks. You don't even know where the Faroe Islands are. You don't. If I try to tell you where the Faroe Islands, you can't tell me where Ukraine is. You can't. Even now, after this war, quote unquote war, whatever you want to call this thing, they're, they're, they're about to start something. Even the mainstream conservative guys are catching on to it now. They're finally like, oh, yeah. Yeah, they're going to start something. Glenn Beck's like, uh, you know, and he's kind of edgy, but he's kind of leading the charge. I think of anybody I can be proud of, it's, it's certainly him. But I think of that Malaysian Airlines flight, and I think about the, the crazy guy who was at the controls, who likely just, you know, he, he flew past his last city the last time yep, and, yep. you know, the, shut off the beacons. And, you know, wh- wh- where were these people going? What were they doing? You know, what was in their heads? What, what, what symphony were they listening to on their bows? That's what I do. I just like, boom, I just uh, crammed down Brahms number four and then, you know, 45 minutes in the air and I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm literally good. I'm in my, my happy place is in the air at 35,000 feet. Brahms number four, cranking away, thinking about me, my kids, you know. That, You're that, the type of, of the traveler I hate because I get on and I'm, I'm, I'm jittery. I'm looking at the safety card. I'm paying attention to this, the stewardess. And, every, you know, everybody around me is just blissed out. Oh, yeah, we do this all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's great. It's, it's great. And during COVID, I mean, there was hardly anybody on flights. And now it's just crammed down. You got someone who's coming in with like three bags. Like, didn't somebody stop you at the front, you idiot? But... <clears throat> We just think about that. And I think people just need to have a different perspective. Go someplace, do something. Even if you think it's a terrible place like El Paso, Texas or Tombstone, Arizona, or I don't know, just pick someplace, go there, drive there, put it in a pin and say, start creating your little bucket list, folks. Okay. Because it's a whole lot more likely that something else is going to come before something comes to save you. Because ain't nobody going to save you but yourself. So go out and what is it uh, they said, uh, Andy Dufresne, better get, get busy living or get busy dying. dying yep. And I think a lot of people, and I think about nine years sober and I think about his wife who, who reached out to me and I think about his life and what he was aiming for. I'm like, I'm just thinking about that. Cause I, you know, same thing for me. Right. I mean, when you're sexually abused as a kid, not by family, but so don't get carried away folks, but by people who were quote unquote, your babysitters babysitters by the way folks that's where it comes from you might want to inspect uh, where your babysitter because that's most likely where where it's going to come from and you can't realize why you have a problem with alcohol or why you have this inner anger or why you can't certainly you know control your emotions once in a while or you're flinching and you want to spit in people's face and they're like well you think you have a mental illness but you really don't you're actually suffering from something that you can't get go out Take a little bit of a breather. Get some perspective. Take a walk. It took me 30 some odd years to deal with that. Nobody even knew about any of that kind of stuff. And it wasn't until I was able to walk away from myself and think, and still to this day, there's still people who judge me for half the things I've been like, you don't know what I've been through. You couldn't even imagine what I've been through. You can't imagine what I put myself through, much less what we've been putting each other through with all this COVID stuff. And maybe what nine years sober put himself through and his family through. And then he ends up losing it because he decided to listen to a damn doctor. To a doctor that told him that he needed to get remdesivir. Walked into the hospital, think he's going to get some help. Well, here's some rem. Let me cram you down with some rem. How about getting on that vent there for 40 grand? Huh? Well, we got to stack the numbers. See, I told you, I told you, I told you all a giant farce folks and he'll never see the Faroe Islands or he'll never see half the places that I probably will get to see in my lifetime and that's the crushing thing that that's a guy who died without knowing where the Faroe Islands were
that that's that's the tragedy for me. Because at 40,000 feet in the air, cramming Brahms number four, as I'm just listening to that, all I can think about is the good people that live in a place that didn't have to go through the hell that you've all been put through by your politicians, by your leaders. I couldn't have been happier that top of the news, top of the hour news. Literally, like USA Network News is just listening to everything I say. I said, play DeSantis, play DeSantis, play DeSantis. Get him on the mic, start pumping him. He shouldn't be behind Trump. He shouldn't be behind Biden. Pump this guy, okay? There's the force of God behind DeSantis and Florida and what they're doing. And interestingly enough, that entire state is shaped like a gun for a reason. And it's at the bottom part of the United States. And if people would take a little perspective and say, well, what is going on? Where's that gun point to? The rest of the United States. We're pointing it at our head. We're pointing it at ourselves. Hold on one second. All right. But think about that as a metaphor for what's going to happen in 2024 to get to 2026, your second amendment rights that preserves the first. Think of that as far as poetry. Think about that. Then you'd understand exactly what we're up against. Okay. They take away your arms. They take away your ability to fight back. They've taken your freedom of speech. They've already taken that for most of you out there. Freedom of speech also has to do with your freedom to express yourself in the workplace. Oh, you're not allowed to disagree. I have a religious exemption. No, you don't. No, you don't have a religious exemption. You are not allowed to have the First Amendment. If somebody, if I, if I would have walked in there, you know, this is, I think God literally said, Eddie, I need you to take care of this radio station during this time. I need you to be a steward and you have to go ahead and take care of the people out there. I can't do it all. We got to find many of these other people. And by the way, attach that weird dude, D. Dowd Muska to you for a little while while you're at it because I'm sure he's got something important to say. And by the way, I'm going to send you somebody else to help you with the board so you can finally get the hell out of there. You've served your time 10 years so you can finally get a day away from your radio station and say, okay, well, we got to, you know, kind of evangelize to the people of New Mexico. You know, there's been one Christian pastor, by the way, who's the only one. What's the guy over at, uh, uh Smotherman. What's his name? Steve Smotherman. Smotherman. There we go. Thank you. Steve some other one he came in. I mean, uh, you know, think about uh, us like that, except for the market here at large. When we say we're in the fight, we've been in the fight right from the very beginning. Nine years sober was in the fight for himself, for his life, for his family, for his sobriety. Some of you guys are going through your own personal hells and you're in the fight for whatever it is that you're in the fight for. But then to have the governor and the, the other pol- political leaders on top of you writing you, telling you that you have to do this. And if you're not doing this, you don't care about other people's health. And he was like, they don't care about my health. <laughs> no, they didn't care about you. This is what eight days of basically vacation feels like. This is what it looks like. This is what it comes back as in the studio. It can, it comes back as complete and total lucidity and have a complete and total understanding of what exactly is happening. Perspective. Yeah. El Paso. Why? I don't know. Just because. Because it's a city that competes with Albuquerque, and I want Albuquerque to be better. That's that's the long and the short of it. Now, we do have a little bit of a lesson here in this segment. Uh, so it's not just rant and beatboxing or whatever the heck that you want to go ahead and call what we're doing right now. But I would say it's this. Is there are places unto themselves that decided not to go ahead and go on full lockdown. And they had total perspective from the very beginning. Yep. 
They took a different approach to everything. I looked at the amount of traffic in the airport. Then I compared it immediately to Albuquerque because everything's comparable to Albuquerque. You know, we had higher traffic counts in our airport in 2007 than we did a year or two before the COVID lockdown. Yep. Yeah, I have that. Yeah, data, yeah, have you seen those? 6.3, yep. 6.4 million people passing through. We were at 1.8 last year, 2.3 uh, the previous year. Back in the 1990s, we're at 5.4, 5, 5.6, 5, 5, 5.8. People were wanting to come to Albuquerque. Now people are like, it's like escape from New York. It's escape from Albuquerque. And then from 2008, just all the way down, more and more people leaving, folks. It's a city consumed and a state consumed with a high level of mental illness. The people who are running the state, folks, they need to have their heads examined. They are mentally ill. They are mentally ill. This isn't like a question any longer. The people who are running the state of New Mexico, your legislators, your representatives, Democrat and Republican, people running the parties, people running all this stuff. Folks, I'm telling you right now, they're mentally ill. They're completely and totally off keister, unbalanced. The only explanation for any of the things that are happening to you each and every day and the decisions that we make has to do with the feedback that they're getting and the things that they think they need to do. Somehow they all have a hero complex and they want to use your money to go ahead and pay for that. Well, in a place like the Faroe Islands, a place where nine years, nine years sober, Elias is the guy's name. Elias. Elias. Three different pronunciations for... The name of a guy I wanted to name my son. My first son, I wanted to name him Eli. I wanted to have all my kids with, uh, with an E. I didn't want to name them after me, but I thought they could have an E. But then I figured it was going to be S, and I'm like, well, I've always wanted a, well, what I got. The Faroe Islands, folks, didn't do a single thing that any other country in the entire world did, period. And it's just hovers right above where uh, <clears throat> the Muska family is um, in the, <laughs> one just member, that one. and yet they can't even they can't even pay attention to what happened just north of them. Doubt mm-hmm. midway between Iceland and Scotland, the Faroe Islands are a country of approximately fifty thousand people. I got to tell you, I, I I don't know where this place is, uh, but I know exactly where it is in my heart. Faroe Islands are part of the Kingdom of Denmark, self-governing for the most part. The Faroe are of Scandinavian and Celtic descent and speak their own language, which is very close to Icelandic. For an Icelander, reading Faroese is relatively easy, but the pronunciation is very different. You ever know anybody from Wales? You ever heard anybody speak Welsh? No vowels in that language. It will freak you out. (laughs) No vowels at all. The seafood industry is by far the largest sector in the Faroe Islands. The Faroese are a close-knit community, proud of their history and traditions, famous for their ring dance, called Faroese dance, which has lived on ever since the Middle Ages while mostly disappearing in the rest of Europe. I want to see that. That's something I want to see. I don't know what that ring dance is, but uh, hopefully it's nothing like that guy that, that made uh, the uh, the movie Hereditary and then the follow-up to that. I don't know if you guys saw that movie. It's oh, Summer, awesome. Summer, Summer. Oh, my God. Midsommar. Midsommar. Oh, not good. The approach taken by the Faroese authorities at the start of the COVID-19 was starkly different from that of most neighboring countries. The government did not issue any lockdown mandates. Period. Only recommendations similar to the approach that Sweden took. Another good place that I think uh, many of us should all travel to. One of the most vocal opponents of COVID-19 restrictions in the Faroe Islands is the musician and events planner John Tyrell. John wrote to several ministers, members of the Faroese parliament and others, the political establishment on the outset. I urge them to not to adopt the same epidemic law. They're listening to an artist. 
What do all of our artists do here? What did Neil Young and the rest of these guys? Oh, lockdowns, vaccinations. How dare you not care about my health? I urge them not to adopt the same epidemic law that Denmark had put in place, which gave extended powers to the Ministry of Health and the police to avoid mandates and force restrictions, rather build on cooperation and trust, he says. The path of recommendations became the route they took. Dowd, take it from there. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Uh, yes, some government offices, yes, some public services were closed for a while. Uh, not at all the insane lockdown weeks at the start. I guess in the Faroe Islands, two weeks to slow the spread really was two weeks to slow the spread. Uh, after that, the schools remained open despite, you guessed it, hysterical fear porn pressure from, from very ele- various elements. The education minister up there, Dr. Yenis Avrana, said uh, there was strong pressure on closing schools a week early before last Christmas, but I did not agree to this. That's the education minister. And listen to this quote. I mean, I, can you imagine over the last two years, any public official associated in Washington or, or, or in, in Santa Fe making this statement? Okay. Uh, again, the education minister, it is important for children to keep their freedom and lead a normal life. Yep. This is important for their development and well-being There was a heated debate on this amongst the cabinet members. At first, I encountered strong opposition, but in the end, we all agreed. Can you imagine having an actual debate and a discussion in a a cabinet room where responsible public officials got together and hashed things out in the best interest of their community? Can you imagine something like that? By the end of February 2021, confirmed cases in the islands were just under 14,000 per million. Deaths were at 20 per million. I just told you there was 50,000 people that were there. Do you know how many deaths they had on Faroe Island? Did anybody do the math? One. There's a place on this earth that had one maybe death from COVID. Maybe one death. Just think about that for the second while you were on lockdown, while you were freaking out, couldn't go to work, couldn't go to school, were masked up, couldn't, and you have an entire place besides the city of, of Santa Fe with not one death. Do the math. It's easy to sort of pass that statistic by and say, oh, yeah, 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 20 per million. <laughs> 50,000 people. Let's do the math. It's right there in front of you. It's telling you nobody died. Nobody. In Iceland, the government ministers took pride in delegating all decisions to the chief epidemiologist. Our head chief. We have our own Dr. Fauci, just like the United States of America. By the way, Iceland's all sorts of stupid. You want to talk about uh, how they run their financial mess over there? We can look back. Uh, very beautiful women, very bad public policy. <laughs> Horribly <laughs> bad. Great, great music, by the way. Uh, I got a, one of my uh, favorite bands is from there. Uh, the Troika, uh, by the way, <clears throat> the head of the Directorate of Health, the police officer who formed a committee of three, the Troika, which practically dictated the response to the pandemic. You will follow what we will do, and every single person will get a shot. Still very recent, the Minister of Healthcare and the government simply rubber stamped their decisions every time. According to this, masks do not prevent infections, says Dr. Rana, told the reporters. They're not designed for this, but to protect physicians and patients in an operating room. 
They're not for people to wear out onto the streets. Not just vaccine. Not just uh, mandating closures. It's it's the simple masking. <laughs> it was only in late 21 that the large surge in cases in the outbreak at the care home that suddenly drove up deaths that the government bowed to public pressure to impose somewhat stronger restrictions. November, a COVID pass vaccine passport was allowed, but not mandated, only to be discontinued again about a month later. According to the artist, what does he say? It's not a good move. What would we have done? We'd have locked down every single nursing home. We'd have got every single place masked up, backstop, everything. Just think about Santa Fe. We had an outbreak in one nursing home. Isn't that what you heard? You heard the nursing homes, nursing homes. How did it get into the nursing homes? It's in every nursing home. Oh my God, nursing homes are spreading it, but they don't, these are people who never leave. Sound like Jerry Seinfeld right now. <clears throat> in a small community like ours, this is this is the part that just rips my heart apart. Mm-hmm. This I literally I think I broke down when I read this because I think of New Mexico, I think of Santa Fe, I think of Albuquerque, I think of wherever you happen to be. Remember that nice little place? Uh, what what's the right there uh, in northern New Mexico? Didn't seem to have one case. And all of a sudden, they needed to make sure that that little county had a case. Once they had a case, everybody had it. Oh my God, everybody had it. It's like a, a bad fiction uh, uh, novel. Back, uh, you know, so 1800, 1900 century, one person got it, the entire place, like the Scarlet Letter. It's like Ned Hawthorne. I was like, oh, she did that everywhere. It's going to spread everywhere, right? In a small community like ours, refusing friends and family members entry to establishment can ruin social bonds. They had a petition against the past, started immediately, had reached 1,500 signatures when the measure was abolished. That's all it took. It took 2% of the population for them to basically sign a petition to say, we want to keep our social bonds. All COVID recommendations restrictions were lifted at the end of February 22, despite a strong rise in cases during the previous week. They didn't panic. Not once. And this is the part that I underlined, which is most important to me. By John Tyrell. I think we had less of a divide in the public than many other nations. We did not have pro and anti-maskers since there were no mask mandates. We did have a certain level of pro and anti-vax divide, but the government never went in and talked down to those who chose not to get vaxxed. As we saw in other countries like Denmark, France, Italy, Canada, in fact, they kept saying that this was voluntary. Nobody should feel forced to take the vax. So the pandemic was divisive, especially because we were very closely knit society. But my impression is that we were not nearly as divided as countries with mandates, longstanding COVID passes, and hard rhetoric from their leaders. Burry's authorities never fell prey to the irrational fear and scare tactics that plagued so many other nations. <clears throat> the guy who wrote this, Thorstein Sigluson, I love that, is an Icelandic consultant, entrepreneur, and writer contributes regularly to probably the best named publication. I think that it, I almost feel like we have to start it here, dad, the yeah. daily skeptic. We'll spell ours with the K. <laughs> yeah. I think that's kind of what we need to do as well as various Icelandic publications. He has a BA in philosophy, MBA and in, from Insneed, which is, uh, I believe one of the uh, best European business schools. Is that Austrian? I believe. I believe so. I believe, yeah. I believe uh, Insneed is uh, Austrian. Uh, a time ago, I was dreaming about going to a Barcelona Barcelona business school, or I believe that Insneed was one of the other ones. Thorstein is a certified expert in the th- theory of constraints. I dare you to find another person who has uh, <laughs> that type of singular focus on anything. 
Theory of Constraints and an author of Symptoms to Causes, Applying the Logical Thinking Process to an Everyday Problem. Just exactly the type of thinking that we need. And he doesn't try to impress upon you. He simply reports, which I think is even uh, more interesting uh, than that. Your comments, your questions, your thoughts, your concerns. Um, I dedicate that segment to nine years sober, Elias, his family, his wife, and uh, the very well-connected people that he is uh, connected to who really feel to a large degree, I think, that um, something nefarious uh, was afoot and something uh, happened to him. I'll let you have your final comments there, Doug. Uh, all I'd say, Eddie, uh, you know, the, the data speak for themselves. Uh, INSNEED is really, I, I didn't know anything about it until you mentioned it. Uh, it's, as you said, a business school, but it's kind of a global entity. I guess it's in, it's in France, Singapore, Abu Dhabi, and it even has a location, I guess, in San Francisco. So uh, uh, <laughs> it's hardly surprising that someone with an MBA from that school can drill down on that data and give us reality. Well, I think it's that type of process thinking that we need to get back to, and I certainly hope we do. And we're going to go out to a little bit of Brahms number four. I'll let you guys uh, have a little uh, snark at that if you want to see what is uh, so great uh, about that. Uh, strap on some, uh, some uh, noise-canceling uh, earphones. Uh, and, uh, you know, feel a little bit better about the world. And it's one of my favorite things to listen to. I certainly hope that you enjoy it for a couple of minutes as we head to break 538 here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM and rockoftalk.com. Thank you. 
48 here in the Kiva on AM 600 KIV, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. My eyesight is just uh, getting so bad. I have to squint to like look back. I think it's maybe uh, spending a little bit too much uh, time in the sun. I don't know if that's an impact on something, but it, it might be just looking at your phone too much in the sun or, you know, having your face too much uh, in the sun because <laughs> I've had a lot of sun. It was nice. It was windy, but, uh, now, plenty of time to sort of uh, hang out and uh, talk to the locals from all sorts who all really felt that El Paso was a pretty great place, but I could not be happier than being right here in <clears throat> Albuquerque, New Mexico. Hi, Eddie. Average show here. I used to believe the uh, circuit to happiness was contentment. Never looking for the bigger thing like a drug addict looks for the bigger, better high. I realized in my mid-20s that the idea is double-edged sword. To never desire more is to never move forward in life. I would agree with that. That's perfect. I love mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's right on, right, Dad? Do you agree with that? Never well, yeah, I think, I, if I'm not mistaken, part of that positive mental health program is uh, challenge and engagement and flow in work that you're 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 stressing yourself enough you not not so much that you're falling apart, but yeah. enough that you're actually progressing. Yeah, growing, growing. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm enjoying your show today while I'm home recovering from the uh, from the virus. Whatever the virus, not the not the China virus, by the way. Let's see some of my happy. Oh, let's see. You set an example of who I want to be, and then he says, "Show me of my happy." And I uh, believe that this is uh, um, one of our listeners' little girls with uh, all of the canines out. <laughs> I'm making sure that none of them are, uh, uh, excuse me, um, felines. <clears throat> let's see uh, sending you a video of me and my family on vacation we traveled not on lockdown oh i can't play that uh, but i will play it afterwards um, i'm always afraid because you never know what's going to come through uh let's see uh, loving the fire tonight the truth is all that matters i'm really sorry about your friend uh you know people i never meet connect with me and uh, this is one of those things we have the boundaries but there's just people that we connect with um you know the lady who's needing the four thousand dollars i will Probably, I probably should read it, says Dillard uh, <clears throat> Daredy. I've been trying to uh, to get help getting money. Now, I don't want any of you, especially if you're sitting on some money, feeling like I'm speaking to you and you need to part ways with that money to help this person. Okay, so do not do not do that. That's just that's all sorts of foolishness, folks. Okay, God put that money in your hand, or fate put that money in your hand for a reason. 
do not part ways. It's hard enough to come up with money and come into money. So do not take this as something where you feel like you need to help. Okay. So I'm going to read this for the sake of needing to do this. Um, for someone who thinks that I wasn't going to help her, but I just, I'm not going to help her in the way that she would like for me to help her <laughs> direct way. She already been trying to get help getting money I qualified for uh, from New Mexico Aging and Disability Resource in 2020, Federal CARES Act. I'm 100% rated physically disabled senior. Marketing told the resource center not to give me the funds I qualified for and to return my calls ever. The advocate was infuriated, told me that the money was given to the illegals. I've been told I am blackballed from my situation um, because of the deep state. <clears throat> yeah, okay. I've been uh, sleeping in my car near death through pandemic, turned down for almost assistance I qualify for because I was a Democrat who convert, uncovered abuse of veterans in the SFCC. There's now the Veterans Resource Center at the SFCC, and the abuse is now over. I'm a 40 legal studies major, Army, uh, uh, I'm trying to, she, she can't spell very well at all. I don't know how this is coming out this way. I, uh, head of disability services told me they were not going to let me graduate because of my advocacy for veterans. Finally, one day I found out I had been expelled when my financial aid was not in my checking account. The honest teachers had quit and the new ones wrote letters sitting and never went to class or turned into work. Recording my classes, those recordings are in a strange that proven truth that storage is all, she has all her stuff in storage. So there is something here. So if you want to, uh, apparently there's, Something there in storage that she needs. She needs four thousand dollars for. Okay. Um, <clears throat> all my medical records, medical items, manuscripts, research, irreplaceable for me to build my ADA home that was destroyed. Uh, at five p.m. today, I will be locked out of storage, and all my belongings will be destroyed tomorrow. I panhandled and put up a give and go ten thousand angels to save my mom. I gave him cinnamon storage, El Dorado, five thousand dollars. I have another thousand. The rest and five thousand from the mail from United Airlines, late court order disability checks, New Mexico aging, helping me with misleading money issues from a negotiated one-week extension for me to move my belongings. Everyone knew that was medically impossible for me as I'm 100% disabled at work, etc. I cannot find uh, free storage for my stuff and I can't move it from there. County said, okay, to put belongings on ground under a tarp. What else? I'm being threatened by, it says, says Richardson, threatening senior disabled citizens like me. So I'm I'm trying to keep this together because she was pretty logical. It's just long and she was shaking on the phone when I talked to her, but it was in a situation where I just couldn't, couldn't do anything about it. Years ago, a close friend of mine who you know well asked me about what she knows me well and knows I'm honest to help people. I'm neutral. She told me she talked to you and said she got out of Santa Fe before they kill you. I have uh, been Bill's biggest fan. I don't know. Maybe they found that I had owned a 40 acre ranch. I was regularly held hostage by the coyotes, trafficking young, beautiful sex slaves across my land at night. They threatened my life. I abandoned my property, saved my life. My friend, Dennis, uh, insisted my horses, I come and live on his property. They set down his house on fire twice. And worse, I write a film documentary of what was being done to American women like me by the border. People, people, okay. So you kind of see where this is going. Um, <clears throat> but here, here's the kicker on all this, Dowd. Let me, let me read this as much as I can because people are sort of, their interest is piqued by this. Mine is uh, certainly that. <clears throat> People are impacted by this story. It has not been told. We'll always see rancher stories. This will be destroyed at the Cimarron storage this evening. Kathy is the, Kathy Miller is the owner tomorrow. I don't even know who that is. I don't know what I'm, I'm just reading a text so I can verify that when I throw out names. If she won't take the $1,000 I have today and give me an extension, she is a Republican too. I have a utility trailer I bought a few years ago that I stored on their property 
my bill that I owed is $11,315. I paid $5,000 plus the trailer. I have $1,000 today. United um, Van Lines has four checks in the mail. Um, I was late on court order disability payments and I fell behind and had bad COVID. I gave followers a street corner. I can raise $2,000 a month. I can um, also take another $5,000 loan off of two months. Uh, let's see what else we have here. I can easily get 10000 if I need one, but my life will be destroyed tonight if the documents I have here can't uh, get in to help candidates. I guess she has uh, two, two candidates that she can help in all this. Maybe someone saw me at Albuquerque rally in 2016 with my service dogs for Trump sign while I was at a mayor's appointee on a committee on disability in Santa Fe. These people are vicious. Do you know anyone who could loan me $4,000 who needs a tax write-off to donate to my give send account? So that's not the first request I get like that folks. I I mean, if you want to go ahead and text in, I don't know if that means anything to anybody out there, but that's the best I can do as far as a prayer to her, if it is indeed true. And if it's not, then, you know, I, I don't see it as wasting time. I see it as something that maybe I was helping. Maybe I don't. There's no way for me to verify um, that at all. Uh, Eddie, there's a place on Mars where the women smoke scars and the men don't care because they wear women's underwear. That's very funny. Uh, for New Mexico, you might want to call it the daily skeptic. It's the daily septic, not the skeptic. <laughs> daily septic. Oh, what, a piece of, what piece of this beautiful? Brahms number four. You can listen to that. Pretty good. My favorite. Um, I've got, I've got lots of favorites. So, uh, someone wanted me to put in the, the pastoral by Beethoven. Yeah. I mean, that's for some people, there's Beethoven, Bach and, uh, Brahms, a lot of the big bees. Weed is a huge waste of time. I lost years of my life and have done so little with so much. Yep. I think I read a whole entire thing and whole essay on a man whose life was literally a blur and had missed his, his children growing up because he was stoned. Um, and then turned out his son started doing weed and then he had a bad reaction to it later on. And it was, it was one of the most troubling things that I had ever read. Um, one of the things that's happening right now, uh, and I don't know anything about weed, nor do I want to know anything about weed, but I do know that there are incredible amounts of THC, which are now poured into the new strains that are coming in, which are having a sort of a high impact on some of the people. It's not just weed as weed as weed as weed. There's different strains. And that, the, that, that's where the problem comes in as we, you know, headlong into um, legalizing it uh, full strain tomorrow. I'm going to open it up for anybody who wants to go ahead and let the air out uh, before this final day. I don't know if this is the final, the final nail in the coffin for New Mexico. I, d- I don't know that. Six hours to go. <laughs> Six hours to go, and then uh, legalize it is here, folks. And I don't know what to say about it. I mean, there there was no fight. Nobody ever put up a fight. The the times I did put up a fight, you guys all got on me for doing so. Um, I've literally had people who have uh, condemned me to death for hating weed or hating people who smoke weed. I don't want it around me, my kids, or anything. If there's any reason to leave New Mexico, it would only be that. But I could tell you, um, there's 10 other states that have legalized it too. Growing, But as long as it's a Schedule 1, I think that that is, um, you know, the odds are, are, are at least in our favor for now. The USA is great. I've been to 33 states and 13 countries. Yes. Is there any place better than the United States of America? And uh, I hate to say it, is there any place better than New Mexico? Yeah, you can probably make the case. It probably is on paper and all the other ways, but uh, certainly not uh, for me. Thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in this afternoon. Hour three, you and me, the Dowd makes three, 3,000 here on this adventurous uh, journey here on this uh, beautiful Thursday afternoon, finalizing the first quarter. 
and looking headlong down the throat of 2022, what will it bring? Do you have any predictions on that? I'd love to hear that. Predictions on whether or not we'll regret, as uh, Dowd put that out, uh, I think, on uh, one of his questions. Are we going to look at this later on and, and, and say to ourselves, that was this a good thing? Is this something that we should have done, we shouldn't have done? Will we look back um, and, and say this was a disastrous turn you know, for New Mexico. I think uh, there's no doubt where I stand on that, but uh, we'll get your thoughts and then we'll do a bunch of local news uh, as well. Thanks everybody for tuning in right here into the Kiva on AM 600 KIV, abq.fm, rockoftalk.com. Hour three up next. One here for your third hour. I am Eddie Ergon, the Rock of Talk, EM 1600 KIVABQ.FM and rockoftalk.com. Uh, one of my favorites. I don't really care where you stand on the George Michael train, but I love them. And, uh, yep, <clears throat> is it freedom? Is that what we're dealing with uh, when we have the freedom to go here, there, everywhere, as well as uh, 
don't know, smoke pot. That doesn't seem to be any sort of freedom for me uh, at all. But some people, uh, your freedom to do whatever you want, I guess, is the ability to just kind of smoke pot at the, uh, I don't know, at the stoplights, just about anywhere you want. And now it's available beginning tomorrow. Um, how does that feel? Um, what do you think uh, it's going to change about New Mexico? Uh, will it change anything? Are we already uh, high as, it, as, as a kite as it is? I really don't know. I don't know. I don't know that I know a single person who actually smokes pot. Maybe I do. They just uh, haven't told me. Um, I think, you know, I know Dowd doesn't. I don't. And I don't know anybody around us actually does do it. Um, if you want to do it, that's fine. I, th- I think we're probably pretty good just not legalizing it, um, you know, taxing it and, you know, regulating and all the rest of that stuff, you know. Uh, it's just really unnecessary in my book. But uh, you're welcome to call in and test the waters or say what you want about it. Uh, I don't think it makes ultimately uh, any any good policy decision for the state of New Mexico going forward. But we did it, folks, and I just don't think we're ready for it. There's um, This is the last state that would be ready for it, in my opinion. But I'll leave it at that. Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV, podcasting on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Don't forget you can... Download our apps at rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com. And we're going to focus on lots of local news. And if we get through it, maybe we'll do a little bit of uh, Española police blotter. Or maybe <laughs> no. we'll, uh, tomorrow, yeah, it's a little green onions there. Since Maybe maybe we're supposed to do that on the official first day. We, I mean, every, they talk about everything being legal. They, everything's legal up in Española. Hour three, you and me, and uh, Dow 3000 makes three. How are you, Dow? Uh, looking forward to uh, the fooling the fooling day. Don't get fooled tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. It, it is April 1st, as I understand it. So uh, be on guard. Be on guard. Yeah, it's funny that it's happening on that day, too. I, I think that's the way that our mentally ill politicians uh, designed it. I think uh, that is uh, fair enough to say. Uh, okay, so I've been doing this new thing with Dowd. I've been trying not to scribble all over him and his <laughs> notes because I have an iPad and I'm crazy with the Apple Pencil. Um, you know, one of the things I was going to answer back on his question of the day was, you have a pencil. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be a smart ass and say, I have an Apple pencil. Yes. Because I have the best kind of pencil. It is awesome. It really, I I love it. Uh, By the way, incidentally, it's Eiffel Tower Day today. Um, also a transfer day. That's the U.S. Virgin Islands. Dowd, you've been to the Virgin Islands, St. John? I have indeed. I have indeed. 2008. And uh, I'd never been to the tropics before in my entire life. And you, you know how if you haven't been to the tropics, you see those pictures and you think, oh, it's this gorgeous, lush place. And But as mm-hmm. you get older, you think, well, most of life is you know disappointing. You build something up into your, you know, the first time you kiss a girl or if you're a rich guy, your, your first $1 million. And then you attain that thing and it's never as good as you think. Uh, the U.S. Virgin Islands were as wonderful as I thought they would be. <laughs> they really are yeah, amazing. Great. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I stayed a week on St. John's, uh, by the yep. way. I also, uh, when you land in Charlotte, Emily, uh, which is, um, you know, essentially just a little hop from uh, St. James Island, unfortunately, uh, which is where, you know, he carried all his stuff. That would be Jeffrey Epstein and, you know, all the rest of his ilk uh, that are down there in uh, St. Thomas, St. John. And then, of course, you have the U.S. Virgin Islands, which is where Richard Branson is, a little uh, hop, skip, and a jump, and he has his. I've been on, on Tortuga, uh, U.S. Virgin Islands, very cool, but the British Virgin Islands are a little bit cooler, uh, a little rockier, and uh, a little, I uh, did a lot of, uh, I like scuba diving a lot. I don't know, the last time I went scuba diving, it's been some time ago, but um, I spent a day, Dowd, <clears throat> on St. John. St. John is kind of an interesting place to go to. But I was completely isolated, save for one person, 
for all of six hours on one side of St. John Island. It was amazing. And they had, uh, you know, they have the reef. And then, of course, you can go right up to the tortoises. And and, I mean, it's really magical. Um, You know, the last time that I did, that was, the reason why I had that date is, and I don't know the date exactly, but it was the, the last broadcast of Friends. I don't know. Would that be 2004? I sounds think. about right yeah that's not about right yeah so i had to uh they don't have any real transportation on saint john i don't know if anybody knows that there's no transportation they have all the sugar uh, cane factories or whatever that's there but uh, you're on a bus if even that most of the places that you're going is walking from place to place and i imagine now electric scooters which is what i mostly did in el paso from um, i'm a big fan of electric scooters <laughs> I am crazy. It works. About, I'm crazy about electric scooters, but that would be one of those uh, things. That, well, Eddie, on St. John, when I was, uh, yeah. I was, I was, uh, I went with my. Uh, well, it was the least they could do for me. My other sister and brother-in-law, oh, okay, given that I had given 11 years to their son, um, I went and we were at their nice resort, and I was up in a chair somewhere relaxing and there was a woman from the islands who uh who i guess i was in the way of between her and the bar while she's bringing all the all the booze all the boon sounds and down there everything is couched in such positive terms um she she came by me for the third or fourth time and had to maneuver around she said young man you're so not in the right place you're so not in the right place and i thought well isn't that the same as being in the wrong place? Uh, but down in the islands where everybody's happy all the time, young man, you're so not in the right place. <laughs> uh, the longest dreads I've ever seen in my entire life uh, were there on St. John's. Um, also, the blackest man I've ever seen in my uh, life was also the same guy with the longest dreads. And one of the coolest wow. cats, uh, if you if you will. He's, uh, he was uh, a, a bartender over at the bar there. And, and uh, yeah, I just remember that being cool. Yeah. And they do talk just like that. Just, yes, uh, just, just like you, you just did. <laughs> they, got, they got their own way. Uh, today's also clams on the half shell day and uh, World Backup Day. Make sure you back up your computer because Big tomorrow's time. April Fool's. And when it doesn't boot up and you didn't back up, that's on you. Uh, we just got like 100 people to back up their computers. Mm-hmm. Um, back in 1492, uh, Queen Isabella of Castile issued the Alhambra Decree, ordering 150,000 Jews and Muslims to convert to Christianity or face expulsion. No doubt my people were involved in that, uh, having traced a <clears throat> little bit of uh, history there. Uh, seven, 1917, we've already spoke about it. Denmark transferred St. Croix, St. John, and St. Thomas, which is why we call it Transfer Day. Uh, St. Croix, St. John, and St. Thomas. Haven't been to St. Croix. As well as 50 surrounding minor islands and caves to the United States. Probably the biggest gift. Are, are the are the dance, uh, not only do they have the best cookies and the best uh, healthcare policy, but uh, they're the most generous people, huh? People Big from Denmark, Copenhagen. Um, mm-hmm. There you go. 1918, daylight savings time went into effect. <laughs> the very first time. You'd get all this stuff uh, to kick things off uh, at 4 a.m., by the way. And in 68, LBJ said, I shall not seek, thankfully, uh, I will not accept the nomination of my party for another term as your president. Nor did we, nor did they want it, I should say now, um, on this day also. Uh, Loggins, uh, the, the famous nude, I don't know where he got married nude, but, uh, it went number one footloose went number one. Uh, we still have a same uh, July date for top gun. Are they going to move it up to kind of amplify Biden's support? Yeah. You, you almost see it as political at this point. <sighs> and then, uh, Selena was murdered on this day back in 1995. Bidi, bidi, bamba. Yeah. What uh, was this? 2000. My gosh, that's 27 years ago. Kurt Cobain. Yep. Uh, died 28 
20, is it 28, 29 years ago? 94, yeah. In 94. So uh, that'll be uh, coming up in just a few days and we'll do all of that. And I uh, got a lot of feedback on, they, I was a lot of appreciation for the Studio 66 uh, reference. Oh, um, big time. Yeah, most clicked from yesterday, definitely. Yeah, people were very into that. Angus Young, 67, the great ACDC. Ewan McGregor, 50. Ewan McGregor, uh, by the way, my favorite movie of him is, is the Moulin Rouge. I've already told you. That, you said that, yeah. yeah. yeah I love these uh, the great, great movies that are only on there. All right, let's get into it. Uh, and uh, we're just going to kind of drill down because I want to invite you into uh, the blast uh, every single day because so much of what we talk about comes from the blast, uh, so to speak. But, um, you know, remember, we do a pretty eclectic show. I mean, I think we waxed philosophical. We talked about happiness. Uh, we got away from the politics. Uh, we haven't mentioned the Ukraine in over a week. Is that about right, Dowd? Yeah! <laughs> figure out how much longer this uh, BS story is going to continue. I mean, all these narratives out there, it's just uh, totally unnecessary. Well, I, I don't, I, just for the record, I don't mean to laugh at people's pain, but I, I do, I was celebrating the fact that, I don't know, I don't know if you had time to look at it, Eddie. I sent you a video from that red-haired, long-haired guy who's a funny, he's, he's like a kind of a, a right-leaning yeah, uh, yeah. YouTube-type comedian. He's probably not even on YouTube anymore. In fact, I think I, I, what I sent you is from Rumble, um, and I think it was, I'm for whatever the latest thing is. Uh, and he was holding the Ukraine <laughs> flag upside out. And, you know, the shots. Yeah, yes, yes, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, I just got to get, the, the trend is their friend, and they yes, create they the trends, and yes, they, they let it go. All right, uh, uh, this coming out of, what is this? Uh, is this Pat Davis's uh, news rag here? I believe it, so, yes. ebq.news. Oh, my gosh. Um, <clears throat> the architect of the Doncopter, apparently running for sheriff. Now, as, getting, a before, as a libertarian. <laughs> before you think that I'm going to say anything negative about this, okay? <clears throat> Pardon the expression here, but if you've got the balls to do that and hang a... Uh, Doncopter over the highest law uh, officer, and I, I I know how big those balls must be, by the way, because uh, remember the the very famous takedown of uh, well, Manny. We'll have to talk about that. He hung the Doncopter over Manny Gonzalez, which I think is just absolutely hilarious. Now, now he, now knowing, I didn't think it was so hilarious at the beginning, but getting to know uh, what a what a D uh, Manny is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I mean a, a true Democrat. Oh, that's what I meant, right? The big D. I'm going to the big D. I don't mean Dallas or Democrat. No, he's a big D. For what he did and how he had to try to plan fairly. You know, I can't I can't understand this guy. And you're gonna as we get to the end of this story, this is complete and total ridiculousness. All right. From the standpoint that Manny Gonzalez's favorite place is a courtroom, sitting in front of a committee arguing his case. Okay. But I've, I've, I've basically ruined Manny Gonzalez's political career. He doesn't have one. He can thank me for that. Okay. I didn't go in there to ruin his political career, but uh, <clears throat> the guy should have dropped out. He had no business being in that race, but you idiot Republicans decided to go ahead and back him and raise all sorts of money. Now, his political consultants made some money. It was like, oh, yeah, here we go. We, we, really, we, we know he's not going to win anyway. Eddie, my one memory, aside from... Uh one 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 other candidate in in that particular race is I've never run across a candidate who at multiple debates multiple times asked to either have the question uh, restated to him or he he needed to understand the question better. I mean that was some epic level embarrassment there. Yeah, it really was. Uh, I I, need, I should get to these. I don't. I haven't looked at my commercials or anything in so long. 
uh, that, that we had going. Um, got to tell you, we did a, we did a pretty, pretty good job, um, on our, on our commercials, uh, here. Let's see if any of them actually come up. Our stuff is still getting, uh, I guess some views somewhere, but we got, uh, Dan Stott, Dan Stoddard. Yeah, that, that, that was hilarious. Uh, let's see if we get, uh, any old videos. No, they don't have any of my stuff posted. I don't know. See if you can find that doubt and, and okay. shoot it to me and I'll, I'll try to uh, post it. The old uh, Manny Gonzalez uh, commercial, but the dong guy dong, uh, is literally running for sheriff. Uh, according to abq.news, Kalen Ashby dryer. Now, now, you know, uh, this guy is a total D bag from the standpoint that he has three names. Okay. You either a criminal or you're a D bag. <laughs> the rule of three. Yes. Really <laughs> County sheriff is the only libertarian candidate among seven Democrats. And four Republicans who have, why are there so many Republicans? If they have three Democrats and there's four, oh, because there's a primary. Yeah, that's something I didn't know. There's a primary for county commission. There's a primary for sheriff. So <laughs> this got national attention. It did. In my opinion, this guy has a pretty good, pretty decent chance of any libertarian winning anything ever. In the state of New Mexico, given what he's done, I would literally right now, if I'm this libertarian candidate, and I'd be totally on board with this, given we, you know, have taken this blase uh, approach to everything. If he is, if he's got the balls enough to fly that thing, go make some commercials of, of you flying the uh, the dong copter over Manny Gonzalez and just run that as a commercial over and over. I mean, we passed pot smoking. Might as well, uh, you know. Run the full gamut now, Dowd, right? I, I think you can get some votes. Let's have him on the show. <laughs> oh, we, we lost out. Sorry. Go ahead, Dowd. Sorry. Let's have that. him on the show. Let's have him on the show. Yeah, there he's uh, His stunt uh, gained national attention. Charges were dismissed because the officer, remember, they made such a big deal about this. They made such a huge deal going after the guy. They arrested him. And how dare he insult the sheriff of Bernalillo County? who filed the charges, failed to appear in court. Now, aren't you glad that Manny isn't your mayor either? Manny loves court. I mean, he loves, there's not, he would have definitely told that officer to be, nope, didn't want to do this. So there you go. 550, uh, 5,500. Maybe this is Manny Gonzalez. Uh, Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Is that you? Yeah, it's me. It's me getting on. I like yeah. that. That's pretty good. That's a good impression yeah. there. Yeah. Does he sound like you, that? You, Does he sound like are, that? Are you, are you picking on me? <laughs> there was a lot. <laughs> of, there was a lot of that sentiment. Uh, was it? Uh, this was not a pre-planned phone call. And whoever's doing this is you're you're good for playing into the show. Uh, go ahead. Is this what you called about? No, I I got something else, but I still want to be Manny for a little while. <laughs> Eddie. Eddie, Eddie, you're so much bigger than me. Why are you going to pick on me? <laughs> there, was a lot of that. there was a lot of that too, right? A lot of stop it. And stop doing yeah, that. And stop picking on me. And I got through and I, through two ethics I complaints, to, right? Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I talked to your mommy and your mom, your mom said, stop it. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm big, I'm big D bag. I got three names, dude. Oh, David, yeah. Brent, Olson. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm the original. Too. Oh, I'm yeah. the original David. I'm the original David Brent. Rich, Ricky Gervais. You should do that more often than than come in as a as DB Olson. Uh, you did you realize you just <laughs> named yourself now? Do you realize D-bag? like 
Yeah, you literally did. I didn't even have to do I, it. You did it on your own. I'm the big I'm the big D bag, man. <laughs> don't don't mess with the big D bag. D B so, uh, There we go. Yeah, big D. So what do you bag. got? What do you got for me? That was besides the uh the good way to come in and uh return to my good graces there, uh, D bag. Ooh, I'm in the good graces Eddie here guy, man. I'm moving up. I don't I don't know if you could say that, but I mean you're at least you're on the show if if that's something that you yeah, right on. Aspire to be on. Uh, can we cut to the chase? What What do you want? What What, what are you the, in the, the Kiva the, for? I, I want I want I want all kinds of stuff, but I got something for you. I, I got I got a, I got a treat for you, Eddie. Ooh. So Ooh. all those all those, all those all those recordings you played of mine, I, I got one more you didn't play because uh, it came after. Play it. Play it now. Can well, you play? Is it clean? Is it clean? No. Yeah. It's you, clean. Do you, but know, I, do you not, know what I received? Do you know after what? we did all that? Do you want to know what I received? I received a cease and desist. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I believe that? it. I believe yeah, it. I got that, yeah. and they sent that to my attorney from the other radio station. I'm like, you, you wouldn't even acknowledge that I was. You wouldn't even acknowledge that I was in the race. Your personalities wouldn't acknowledge that I was in the race. Period. Well, that's what, I'm, somehow, that's what I'm calling about. But somehow you guys figured out a way to go ahead and send me a cease and desist letter for me using your recordings, which is public domain, by the way. I'm well right. within my rights to go ahead and utilize anything that's on any airwaves for public domain. Anybody can take whatever's here and do whatever they want with it. Okay. I can't do anything about that. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, go ahead. That's what I'm talking about. So the, um, the, I got, I got my little inside sources over at KKK, 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 OB and, and, and I'm not giving up any more names, but they all talk to me. And, uh, one of the ones that talked to me, uh, they told me after the fact of that, and and I have the, they they told me after the fact that there was a memo, an actual memo in black and white in print, sent it well, email maybe, sent out to all of the KKK, 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 OB staff that said, do not discuss Eddie Aragon. Do not discuss Eddie Aragon. By name. Do you have a copy of that? Of that recording? Yeah, I actually, I, I, only, I only need the recording. Yeah, I got the recording. I backed it up. I got it. Okay. Well, that's good enough for me. That's as good as foolproof right there. Um, I would have a case, by the way, uh, that is called uh, steering uh, in an election, which you are not allowed to do because there is the equal time. They did everything possible. It didn't matter if it was Tim Maestas at Channel 4, if it was the folks over at uh, Channel 7, you know, trying to uh, slander me every way they could, or... Uh, Bill Anderson totally, you know, not even uh, acknowledging me except for a minute and a half, I think, is what I got on Channel 13 the entire time uh, for the mayoral run. Right. But they, they, they named and you I, by and name. I still, get, I still got 20 percent. Right. I still got 20 after getting in with 13 with 13 days left. Yeah. But they named you by name in the memo. Do not discuss Eddie Aragon. And, and that was confirmed also by by other recordings verbally that they wanted to avoid talking about you. But I got I got absolute proof in a, an admission from one of these staffers saying that there was a memo, an actual memo saying do not discuss Eddie Aragon. And that came down from Jared Hart, Jared Hart, the program Who's that? manager. Who's that? Well, that's a, that's a dude. Remember, after Frisch was fired, oh, yeah, after yeah, they got yeah, rid yeah. of, okay, right, yeah, okay. they they brought they brought in Jared Hart from like Philadelphia or something, and and I gotta believe that that uh, you know I don't know, but I believe that Cumulus Corporate is probably was probably funneling Jared Hart into 
cumulus or into KKOB uh, in order to take it more left. That's my gut. That's from from what the information I have. That's what I believe. Um, I don't think it was solely KKK, KKK, KKKOB that uh, found Jared Hart all by their little selves. I believe that corporate steered him there, and I believe that corporate is a leftist communist organization, uh, as evidenced by right. their programming. <laughs> Let me, let me talk. Let me talk for a second. This is really good. Can you say, can you, is there a way you can get that to me? I'm not on any social media anymore, but um, maybe a nice 100 birthday present. I feel like a, a nice 100 blow out the candles, 100 birthday present. Uh, uh, I think that might be in order for the, uh, <clears throat> for the commanders over at KKOB. Uh, Dowd, uh, I, I know where I'm at in all this, having uh, dealt with broadcast law. This is, this is bad. If what you say of what you have, is a real thing, and you have a copy of it. Um, Dowd mm. might, Dowd might, well, uh, Dowd might get uh, rewarded as well as you. <laughs> yeah, I hate to say well, it, the, but uh, there's something here. Um, we might be uh, David. Hold the line. This is this is uh, very curious. Uh, Dowd on first. I'm, I'm going to get to a couple of other phone calls that are coming in, but. Um, this is uh, not uncharted territory. There's lots of uh, case law for all of this. So yeah, yeah. I think it's just worth, uh, doubt worth visiting, revisiting. Well, you know, on the surface, you might be tempted to simply to say that, that uh, you know, no business is compelled to do uh, any kind of promotion that, that will help their competition. We're in a whole different playing field when you're talking about the publicly regulated airwaves so uh they could be on very thin ice eddie i'm gonna be uh, i'm gonna be scratching the surface on this and, and seeing what's out there well i know that kkob loves their rebecca dow i know they love their j blocks i know they love their uh manny merritt, merritt hamilton yes. they love their merritt hamilton they love all the rhinos they love the rhinos they're, they're big on the rhinos i mean oh, it's just, just kind of what they they love their you know they love the people who say they're republican but you know not really republican you know, so that's that's what they go for. And we know the Republican Party loves the rhinos. Right. I mean, it's just, and then their biggest rhino they like more than anything is Ron Ketty. Right. So the big, big, big rhino there is is that. So notice I I'm only not mentioning one gubernatorial candidate uh, on all of this. So there you go, folks. Uh, law of deduction there. You can um, I believe there's four uh, that are in there. But uh, I think uh, this this might be worth visiting. This is. I think this isn't earth shattering. I think it's at least groundbreaking. And I think uh, after further conference with uh, D. Dowd Musk on this, uh, yes, uh, uh, D.B. Olson, <laughs> the original D-bag. Uh, I, sir, I believe uh, uh, <clears throat> we'd, we'd, love to, we'd love to see your recording. We'd love to hear it. Yeah, well, what, you do, the, what you do is the, the recording is... Um, oh, is this is for sale? Is this for sale? Is no, it's not for sale. Oh, okay. Did I, did I charge you for the other stuff? The, the, oh, I love so what, this. What this guy's do, so good. <laughs> yeah. Did, so I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a lawyer. We always got to do that disclaimer, right? I'm not a lawyer. Just like when you tell somebody how to plunge their toilet, you got to say, I'm not a plumber, but uh, here's how you plunge your toilet. So the, the recording... The recording actually uh, doesn't really mean anything, and you, you can certainly have it, but it doesn't really mean anything. What you do is the recording is the basis yeah. for uh, uh, filing and then discovery. getting discovery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then the, the that accesses you to all of their 
records, if they don't want to voluntarily cough up the men, the memo that, that, uh, um, I'm referencing, then you get to dig through everything they got. And then you find not just the memo, but you find, well, yeah, I mean, you can get that anyway, but the memo is a, is the, the recording to the memo is a good, uh, way to get a legal basis to get everything they got. And if you go into their emails, you're going to find so much crap. It's going to, you know, it, it would just be so entertaining. So, uh, you know, all of the above, but that's, that's what the, uh, the, hmm. the recording, the recording is an intro hmm. to getting the memo and the memo is an intro to getting everything they got. And then what's cool is if they, if they feel the urge to destroy evidence, that's really cool. Cause that's a crime. Yep. yep. I, I'd, I'd certainly like to have more wattage on the Kiva. I don't know about you, but, uh, <laughs> I'd like to, I don't know. I'd love to get to 50,000 Watts. I'd love to. Well, yeah. So you use a, you use a lawsuit to to do the discovery to get all the evidence, and and then you just like sue them. And what you end up with is KKOB is over on uh, on the far right hand side of the dial on AM only. I'm not saying that's what you are. And then uh, Kiva uh, moves over into uh, you know like um, 770 slash whatever, and you have like a hundred thousand watts, and you're pumping it out, and and uh, Cumulus loses uh, you know uh, the entire New Mexico market because you know you know. New Mexico, I was talking to a national radio guy, New Mexico uh, has like zero uh, other than KKOB, I mean KKKOB oh, yeah. other than KKOB heritage, yeah. We don't have any heritage yeah, they stations, got, zero there's not, there's, New Mexico is a complete black hole for national uh, radio personalities other than KKOB, that's the only thing so what you do is you sue them and then you take their station and they're like completely out of New Mexico and, and like you're it all right, so I guess the only thing that I would want to know, I guess we could figure this out from our audience, is I don't think there's any case law of a competitor who owns a radio broadcast station that has decided to go ahead. This would be breaking case law, broadcast intellectual property. Um, antitrust, I think we'll also be delving into that. Would that be, that be closed out? Could this yeah, be antitrust? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think this could be... Um, I, think, maybe, I think more than anything, Donald- it would be the, the public purpose... Uh, mandate that is put on the public airwaves if they are deliberately uh, uh, downplaying ignoring uh refusing to cover a legitimate candidate you know that could be could well be a violation of their federal mandate to provide that public information how stupid to put anything in writing um or even if somebody was with them and said that it was something in writing that would immediately um push discovery um, so are, are you, are you accusing, are you accusing Jared Hart of being intelligent? No, no, I'm not, I'm not accusing anybody of anything, and especially not him of, 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 of being intelligent, but, uh, for someone to jeopardize the entire heritage of a radio station, um, the longevity of it, uh, one that has been, remember the Democrats have been in charge for 90 years. Uh, KKOB has been around for a hundred years. Coincidence? Oh, I, think, you know what? I, I think, know. I think not. I know, I know of another order that Jared Hart gave. I, I have the recording as well. Jared Hart gave the order that when candidates come on uh, any KKOB uh, radio programs and are interviewed by the host, that they never, ever, ever, never, never, ever take any uh, phone call questions for the candidates. The only uh, allowed questions are from the host or filtered through the host via text. No live questioning by actual citizens of actual candidates. KKOB, Jared Hart will control all questions to candidates. That's Hmm. an order. 
<clears throat> well, um, I appreciate that, uh, David. Uh, send that right over. We'll take a look at it and, uh, and we'll figure it out from there, I suppose. But that's a uh, happy, happy, uh, happy birthday, I suppose. Um, it, happy 100th birthday. What's well, my actual birthday today? Today is my birthday. Oh, is it really? Happy birthday. Oh. Wow. Why, thank you. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm going to do for you just for, uh, your, you, you come bearing us. Now we don't know if anything, what Dave is actually saying is true. We're entertaining the conversation. I can prove it. Okay. Well, anyway, it's his word and I read text. So and my recording, no, it's not my word. It's, it's uh, KKOB, uh, uh, radio staff recorded in their own voice that is, uh, in my phone on my, on my computer here and backed up to the cloud. Okay, and then uh, you might also reference the fact that we are what's referred to as a one-party state. Does anybody know what that is? That, I'm not talking about, uh, we, are not, we are not talking about being controlled by Democrats, but a one-party state doubt is? Uh, it's, it relates to whether you can record a phone conversation or not, I believe. Is that's it? correct. Yep, we are a one-party yeah. state. So, d happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. At worst uh, happy birthday ever. Happy birthday, <laughs> D-Bag, David Olson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's really good. Happy birthday to you, actually. Uh, we, we, uh, DB, uh, as he's now affectionately known, just jumps into the Kiva here on his birthday and surprises us at all get out. Uh, DB Olson yeah, parachutes into the Kiva. Yeah, out of, out of nowhere, <laughs> I used to be I used to be I used to be DB Cooper, but I thought I better change my name, so wow. I'm DB Olson. Yeah. And if you know clever. that reference, DB Cooper, you're a real Kiva listener. Very clever. Yep. I mean, with a real, uh, where is DB Cooper? We landed in a marsh somewhere over uh, what LA or is that where it was? I believe there was a, I believe there was a BB grade movie uh, in the '70s called DB Cooper versus Bigfoot. Really? <laughs> One of the most famous things. I, I will uh, reference it at least once or twice on a show. It will be the foundation for a show uh, at least uh, once or twice a year on Coast to Coast. Wow. I didn't expect to come back into the Kiva off a of vacation to get that type of phone call. That is loaded. They, you, there's loaded for bear, and then there's uh, uh, DB jumping in. All right, call you your quote Johnny Kiva. Cochran. That's a blockbuster, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go ahead, sir. Ma'am. Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, I appreciate you ripping on me earlier today. The criticism is always useful. The, uh, do you think? Uh, do you think Dictionary Dave's going to show up at my door? Or the fully automatic? Uh, just did, did you just feel that? I just I, I got the shivers. It's just yeah, just take <laughs> me out for. Yeah. If right. I show up, it's going to be to draft you for something. Oh, oh no! Don't it's can't be drafted. It's going to be to take you out. Yeah, I'm undraftable. I'm like Tom Brady. Right. That's great. The goat. Anyhow. The goat. He's the goat. <laughs> I ran into a uh, fellow listener today, and uh, he was giving me a report that he's having trouble receiving your signal over there near Wyoming. Why, why, do, and, you, why do you call about yeah. this when we already have a well-established that the transmitter died and we go up at 10,000 to 2,000 and they can go to the app? I mean, it's like we have to talk about the limitations of the Kiva every single day. Like, like, no, no. Just a report from well, the hey, field. Well, hey, just report it out to everybody, Dictionary Dave. We got one really good, good Dave call, and now we get one really bad. Let me, let me call, uh, let me call attention to your limitations or shortcomings, Dictionary Dave. Okay. All right. Why not? Okay. What, what, what what's the point of your call? Seriously, I'm, I'm literally getting tired. It was basically to say, okay, thank you for the criticism. 
I've got the thick enough skin to be able to take it. Okay. There's other listeners out there that are listening to you, and they're having a hard time get bringing in the signal. And I'm like, okay, there's the stuff online. There's the app. I'm glad you got me back there, Dictionary Dave. Good job. Way to go. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm glad you uh, are, are doing that. Anything else, bro? Negative. I was just a quick in and out. Uh, yeah, you did it. You did a great job there, buddy. You took the you literally took the wind out of any positive sales out of the entire hour. We had uh, Mike uh, George Michael Freedom, some rants on you know hot and everything you know he comes in with this groundbreaking stuff you're like well your signal's not strong enough uh need i remind you after talking about the election being stolen from trump that we had our signal taken down at the top of the mountain i guess we should go through the whole litany of all the things that kiva just can't do i think we should just continue to talk about that thanks dictionary dave you know this guy calls in all the time to the liberty lovers i'm going to tell the liberty lovers to ban dictionary dave oh i I really i'm just tired (laughs) i'm literally just tired He, he thinks i'm stupid He literally thinks I'm stupid. I mean, if you call in and think you're going to come, like we know that we had to replace the transmitter. The board blew up, brand new board. You guys want to see it? It's right here. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. And then the trans, uh, we don't have, we we didn't apply for PPP like Cumulus. We didn't file BK like Cumulus. We didn't do all those types of things. We're a locally owned radio station supported by our advertisers. Support them. Thank you very much, okay? And by the way, I've got coverage from here to Socorro on 2,000 watts. I've got uh, coverage most of the, most of Albuquerque, but there are a few little ebbs and flows that happen. But our listeners are fiercely loyal, and they reward our advertisers, okay? So, uh, Dictionary Dave, go support another radio station, to be honest, man. I, re- I really, I, we, don't need to, we don't need to call attention to... Uh, our quote-unquote shortcomings. We're doing just uh, fine on our own. And we have the greatest lineup. I have plenty of ratings. I don't even need to buy the ratings because of that. And that's a good thing, okay? I mean, good coverage area with what we have, second most powerful on the AM side of the dial. And I'll wait for the FM translator that you guys all seemingly wanted that you didn't want when I was on, when I moved to FM, AM, FM. I'm like, so what? We're not going to, and, and, and Cumulus or KKOB was only on AM. This is none of the stuff that I intended to talk about. Remember when I was the very first uh, talk radio station on FM, besides the public radio airwaves of KNW and uh, uh, KUNM? Do you remember that? And you had the the sports, which was KQTM, which is a 1017 The Team, which Joe O'Neill's been running for, I don't know, how many years now? Okay? Both locally owned, me and uh, KQTM. But no, you got to go to Cumulus. We're going to support the sports animal. We're going to support KKOB. We're going to support Cumulus and all the... The big companies, how are going to advertise there? They're gonna be, yeah, that dollar just goes straight out the door. And they'll be happy to go ahead and play you. They're, they're, they're happy to play you. They're the very woke. A change is going to come. And there ain't no change coming to New Mexico as long as candidates and the various other people continue to go over there on Rhino Radio. How do you like that? 550 500 if you want to text it. Oh, our top five is brought to you each and every day and found uh, directly at uh, rockoftalk.chat. Uh, we we aren't on social media, folks, but we are all vertically aligned from our rockoftalk.tv to our rockoftalk.com with our 65 radio stations in addition to our rockoftalk.chat. Uh, Dow, take it away, our top five. 
Uh, yeah, one of the best ways to listen with no issues, ladies and gentlemen, is to subscribe to rockettalk.chat. You get ad-free podcast uh, once we wrap the show up, and you also get the Daily Blast, of course. Top five clicks on the Daily Blast today. Number one, copter drone dong drone operator running for sheriff. Do I know my audience or do I know my audience? Uh, number two, the Department of Health in New Mexico uh, recommends your additional booster. Is that the Seventh or eighth booster, I'm not really sure. Uh, number three, great piece from New York, the New York Post. I'm getting the hell out Disney out of my life uh, with their transgender nonsense. Uh, number four, handgun carry permits. The Supreme Court is picking up uh, a, a case that's going to uh, hopefully expand, uh, secure our Second Amendment. And number five, a brilliant piece by a, a young man uh, out of Broadbrook, Connecticut, uh, regarding Mississippi's income tax and its implications for tax fighters and New Mexico moving forward. All right, we'll see you bright and early tomorrow, 4 p.m. right here in the Kiva, AM 1600 KIVA, abq.fm, rockoftalk.com. See you tomorrow for April Fool's Day.